It is episode number 242 of the Truck Show podcast. My name is Lightning. He's Holman. What are you doing? You, you're, you're making noise. We're just starting the episode. I didn't know that we were starting. Yeah, I was rolling. See the levels over here? Nope. Nope. I was looking <laughs> at these things that I got from uh, Casey Highlights in this envelope dated uh, December 13th, uh, 2021. <laughs> An ornament here. Why are you just now? Wait. So are you and telling a cool me? Patch. Hold on. Like so that? did this get held up at the, the post office, or is Ooh, this sitting this on your desk here? since this the holidays? Here is uh, Con Media, which is uh, one of the uh, PR. Hold on. Places. Santa Claus is on the uh, the postage stamp. Yeah. Yeah. This one's from December twenty first. <laughs> uh, happy holidays uh, from Con Media from Dan Con and the Con Media team. We appreciate that, Dan. Okay. Oh my God. This one. Oh, from this one's from SEMA. This one's pretty cool. Let's see what this one is. We're opening the show with you opening Christmas mail? Is oh. that what's happening here? Dear Sean, thank you for your participation and contribution to uh, SEMA 360. Wishing you all and your family safe and That's enjoy. from last September. Yeah, and it's a cool patch from uh, them because I was a speaker from Gary Vigil. <laughs> uh, so the issue is that I come in once a week to do the podcast, and maybe, you know, maybe once a month otherwise, mm-hmm. and otherwise I work from home. And so today uh, I was looking for a package that a listener sent us that didn't arrive yet. And I went, oh, I should probably go check my mailbox because I can't remember actually the last time that, oh, look at this here. This is uh, from the SHOT Show. Uh, the January, SHOT Show yeah. that happened six months ago? Uh, January 18th to 21st, 2022. <laughs> that was a great show, by the way. Yeah. I, I did go to that. Uh-huh. Uh, and then, oh, look at this one. Yeah, that's so, a bright red envelope. Yeah, let's, let's yeah. find this one because- Bubble wrap. I even. just decided I should look because I forgot to mm-hmm. do that a lot. It, oh. This is uh, potentially insulting to uh, people that send you mail, right? <sighs> I apologize. Oh, look at that. A Skyjacker ornament and bottle opener <laughs> here. This little Skyjacker Jeep yeah. Grill. That's cool. Oh, wait a minute. Like Keychain. Look at that. Every single employee signed the inside of your card. Yeah. What the it's heck? amazing. Um, sorry, guys. I just... Um, yeah, I just haven't checked in a while, and I just got a wild hair to go do that huh. and realize we have a lot of. Um, I have a lot of mail that I haven't done, so if I haven't no, no, I, I, back see, you in a I while. see a box over there. What is what is that on the end of the table uh, here? That was your mail. Mm-hmm. I believe that would be a taser that uh, that came uh, courtesy of uh, Joe Z for you to try yes. out on your old uh, TRX, oh, so yeah. you can do oh, the light my, the light show. My taser DT. Here we go. Think yes. like it's Christmas uh, in uh, September for everybody. Oh, it's so compact. Look at that. Just a little yeah, tiny your dealer OBD dongle. Will never know. This is great. Once they start pushing buttons on the steering wheel. I'm excited about this. So, Holman, you yep. have to apologize for both opening your mail late. Sorry. As well as, no, no, as well as mm-hmm. uh, leaving Joe Z fans hanging because they thought it was some kind of a cliffhanger on the last episode. Oh, I was going to bring that up later. Well, you're bringing it up now. Let's no, get you're bringing way. it up now. Uh, here's the issue. When you guys see Sunday night, especially if you're on the West Coast, after about 9 uh, p.m., a new episode pop up, that's me. I do that. Yeah. And uh, when you wake up Monday morning and there's an episode sitting there waiting for your commute, that that's me. And if something goes wrong, that's, that's also me. So this time uh, I have a, a gig internet at my house, fiber optic. And it's rocking fast. And over the past few days, it will alternate between 800 megabytes of uh, download and uploading. Yeah, that's fast. To about 50. That's really slow. And then the little blue globe on the router mm-hmm. flashes between 
red and blue. And I didn't realize that was going on until I was uploading the episode. And went, usually it takes a minute. It was taking like 20. And then it's like, oh, we're, we're good. And then I went to bed and I woke up with very many uh, angry uh, DMs and text messages. And man, there's a lot of you guys you out guys there. You guys let us know over Facebook. You let us know over uh, Instagram. Instagram. You let me know on email. You text. let me know on text message because uh-huh. some of you have my number. Uh-huh. Same here. Yeah. Yeah, and I had one. And they assumed it was me because... I'm the one that edits. Right. They just assumed I'm the one that's uploading. So I, uh, I called up uh, Frontier and uh, got it fixed, and it was a problem with the line on their side, and uh, re-uploaded within, I think it's like 12 hours. Mm-hmm. So most people, by the time you got there, you, the whole episode was there. There were so. people that were having flashbacks of uh, April Fool's from a few years ago. Right. And they because, just assumed right. that we had- That we were joking with Cut no. Josie in half No, there. that was uh, your friendly frontier provider that uh, <laughs> cut, the, cut the cord. And what I want to know is you were driving on a road trip. Were you listening? Did you catch it? Oh, wait, no, you didn't because two days later you're like, um, did you see any of these emails? I'm like, how could I miss them? Yeah. I'm like, dude, fixed uh, days uh, ago. Yeah, I, I was on a road trip and I was not listening to us. Uh, I don't typically listen back to us because I know you what you said. You don't want to be reminded of the <laughs> memories? <laughs> no, it's horror. <laughs> I don't want to relive it. Oh, my. So thank you very much for listening, and thank you for alerting us, and I feel like we owe you an official. We are deeply sorry. No, right? Angry emails We're to Frontier. We're sorry. No. We're sorry. Had you stayed up, you would have known. We're sorry. You slacked and you went to bed. Yeah, after it was uploaded. I got the thumbs up from Libsyn and I went, bedtime. Yeah, but, but they didn't know it was half an episode. Libsyn doesn't know. How would I know? Our, that's just that's our why provider, we ha- right? That's why we have listeners. <laughs> <laughs> to alert us when we yes. suck. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, absolutely. All right, well, uh, we got a lot of good stuff coming up on this episode. I want to play some audio really quick here. This is from um, the the, uh, the culmination of the road trip that I went on, mm-hmm. uh, 2,100 and some odd miles to uh, Moraine, Ohio, is this and, the and then to Brookville, Ohio. only audio you got? This is the only audio that I have, <laughs> yes. <laughs> This is one Mr. Gale Banks pulling up in a supercharged Duramax powered 1966 Chevy C20, known lovingly as Lockjaw. It's just outside the new Duramax facility in Brookville, Ohio. It's backing up. The employees at the factory are watching. That's the fuel pump, by the way, that whine. This would have been a great know your note. You know that, right? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Sounds good, huh? It does sound good. Nice yeah. to see your old truck moving under its own power again. I don't know. I have a good story for this. Uh. Airing it out. Oh, yeah. Now, this was an anniversary at Duramax, right? Some special event or employee yeah, company picnic? The, yep. Go D-Max! <laughs> A lot of the Moraine, Ohio uh, factory workers that have been there for 20-some-odd years, that is the main factory, the only factory where they build the Duramax engine, um, had not actually been to the new plant that is highly automated. There's no reason for them to go there because it's mainly robotic, doing uh, the heads, the blocks, things like that. Anyway, this was a big company party, and a lot of the existing uh, employees were invited to come check out the new facility, and we were invited as well. We figured, let's bring... Lockjaw, which is a Duramax power pickup truck, back to where its engine was birthed. So um, we went there. 
We showed it off. We revved it. And then I spun a bearing and broke the engine. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. Just revving it once? Um, um, no, I revved it a lot of times. Was it cold? Nope. What? It, uh, that's disappointing to hear because... <laughs> Did they I, now? Did they I mean, have parts? I, I, I say it's me, but I we don't know it's me. I was the one who was doing burnout, revving it more than other people. Uh-huh. But Gail did drive it. No, this I was, was you doing. Uh, I, I did was, they fix I was it? Was it, it warranted? Uh, it was not warranted. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, we we voided that warranty, so to speak. Huh? Pretty, uh, pretty. Yeah. So I know. So, love it. so now it doesn't. Got to love that, right? So does, now it doesn't run good. under its own power here. <laughs> not right now. It, well, that's not true. It does run. But boy, does it burble! It just it just burbles! It just and it shakes. Oh boy! But it does drive, and we we you, we got it out of the trailer, and um, I don't think we're going to be talking about this. You're not going to see this on Banks channels. Um, it's we don't typically talk about failures this way, but yeah, that happened. Do you know what failed? Why? No, I mean, no negative. We hmm. have to tear. We got to pull the cab off to pull the engine out. And then, uh, actually, to me, it's going to be like silver lining because I don't know how we ever would have powder coated the chassis or painted the things that need to be painted. I don't think it ever would have happened. And this will force us, if it doesn't happen like uh, your truck where it just gets lost in forever, in purgatory, (laughs) hopefully this will um, force us to get some stuff done to the truck. Okay, uh, moving right along. Uh, You know what else uh, burbles and breaks? Um, What? Uh, Me. Because? I was doing wheelies on my new Fast Ripper. Yes. So the Vans bike is cool, uh-huh. but it does not like to lift. No, it's, I have the, I, it's, I have it's the famous Stars and Straps. Yeah, the big ripper, yeah. the 29-inch, it's geared Dude, way too tall. Dude, the Fast Ripper mm-hmm. in first gear, I was lifting up and doing like three cranks of a revolution you know, on the pedals before it dropped. Right. And I actually scared myself a couple times. Oh, so you went over backwards, almost went over backwards. No. Oh, okay. No, but it, you just tap your brakes and make it go forward. Yeah. But it's been a long time since I wheelied. And it was like, it reminded me of my Buell back in the day with that short wheelbase where it would just shoot right up and you're like, oh, damn. Well, I pulled a, I pulled an oblique muscle doing that. <laughs> <laughs> so now like my whole side breathing uh, really hurts. And uh, my my wheelie days have been uh, postponed about another week or so. <laughs> so and I, 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 I was honestly, when you told me that you were going to get this bike, I was really happy for you. It's not a cheap bike. And it's gorgeous. It is a, a pearlescent black with some gold flake in it. It's a 29-inch yep. uh, fast ripper. So that's a, if you guys are familiar with BMX, we've talked about it before, is a three-speed. And uh, looks identical until you realize there's a gear set on it. Yep. And it just is just a and, sexy And the bike. fast ripper is a 1x10 uh, Eagle GX gear set. And uh, it's got hydraulic Tektro brakes on it. And the hubs are all anodized aluminum. There's a bunch of you know, billet oh, it's, it's cranes. Gold. It, as if, yeah. if Ryan Kibbe were going yeah. to make a bicycle. By the way, I texted him, it. and he's like, "Oh yeah, you know." So, oh, he knows yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. So uh, he uh, he had liked it on my uh, on my Instagram page too because I sent him a picture. I'm sure he's probably going, "Who texted me and then saw my Instagram?" And went, oh, it's Holman. But this bike in the sun, and I took a picture. Like I just want to stand back ten feet and look at it. The proportions are just perfect. Big old tires, and then this has the uh, thick slicks on it, the mm-hmm. uh, the WTB uh, thick slicks. So there's no tread. It's just a 29 by 1.2 wide, big old like all rubber. That's what I yeah. Oh, I've got the same so, tires. They're so, so sick. And they're smooth, but corners well. Just dude, can't hit sand though because you're going down. No, no, you're gonna die. Yeah, and uh, yeah. So I mean, it just it's it's like a wheelie monster. So as soon as I get my legs and my <laughs> and my <laughs> obliques, but I was you know I was pulling up. 
And I just, was worried that, that you were going to go over and you were going to say, I can't do the podcast because I'm bedridden. I broke my my tailbone. No, no. I mean, I think I'm, I think I have enough reflex left in me where I can put my feet down. Okay. Pretty sure. Uh, or I would break a collarbone because I'd fall off to the side. But I was like, holy crap, I, I just wheelied for like the first time in 20 years. And I remember on my old mountain bike, like in eighth grade. And how far did you go? Like 15 feet? Yeah, probably. Okay. So, I mean, I didn't, I didn't carry it, but damn it, I got a couple revolutions in. So I'm like, all right, so I'm going to keep practicing. So part of my new routine when I ride every night is every street I go up, I got to try and pop one wheelie. And then you just go to the next street, pop pop a wheelie. And I'm going to start getting getting strong because I'm going to show you that my wheelie skills are epic. Okay. Or not, or not. But I remember like in eighth grade, I had a mountain bike. I like that confidence. And I'm, I'm awesome, or I'm not. Or I'm not. And I lifted on it. It was on my old GTA post, and my backpack slipped to the side, uh-huh. weight transferred on me, and Right, gotcha. yeah, just crashed. So on my big ripper, I'm able to wheelie for about maybe 25 feet is all. How about on your fast ripper? Uh, what did I just say? You, oh, my fast. I don't have a fast <laughs> ripper. Yeah. See, that's what you did there. Yeah. Dude, mm. you should see the trade-in value on the vans. Gone, dude. The bike owner's like, oh, we can't even get these. I'll take it right now. So you didn't, you're, you're not trading it. What? You didn't trade it. No, you didn't trade it. You wouldn't trade it. No, it's hanging you, on the you uh, wall not, in the- You uh, would not do me dirty like that. No, well, I might, but I'll do it after you forget about it. Uh, I won't forget about it. All right. I will not forget about it. All right, so listen, let's talk trucks. My 392 got built. <gasps> what? Yeah, it's in shipping queue right now. Okay. Just throwing it out there. You're showing off to all the people that ordered after you <laughs> and will get it also? No, all, all the people who ordered before, before me. And get, get it after you? Yeah. Yes. No, they're not going to get it uh, after me because- uh, Mine sells go to AV, and I looked at my next like eight weeks, and there's absolutely no way I can go pick it up when they're done. I'm host, mm. so it's gonna feel like a Christmas present, even though I'm gonna start paying for it in uh, probably October. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good times. Speaking of Ryan and Kibby, we're going to be catching up with him in this episode. He's got some cool TRX bits that I feel like every other off-road manufacturer is starting to rip off from him. Hmm. I know because I've texted with him. I'm like, hey, what do you think of this guy? He's like, that's whack. Or did you? And then I text him another one. He's like, look at those bad machine lines. And then you're texting the other guy and you're like, hey, can I get some free gold anodized uh, control arms? No, I'm not going to do it. No, I'm not going to do that. You're not going to do Kibby dirty the way I'm going to do you dirty by getting rid of the Vans bike? I'm not going to do that. (laughs) No, I'm definitely not going to do that. And apparently California hates cars, both gas and electric. And I have some road trip tips I'd like to share with you. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you'll agree with some and (laughs) agree with some others. Uh Okay, Uh we can do that after we uh, do the intro? Sure, we can do that. All right, well, first we have to uh, thank Nissan, our presenting sponsor, because Nissan uh, makes a really tough and reliable truck. They've been with us since almost day one. If uh, you love the Truck Show podcast, then you've got to love Nissan trucks because because Nissan makes this show possible. So if you're in the market for a new half-ton or mid-sized truck, head on over to NissanUSA.com where you can build in price. You Check out the Nissan Frontier or the Nissan Titan and Titan XD. And, of course, the Titans have the industry's best five-year, 100,000-mile warranty, which means if you started listening to the show in the beginning, you would still be under warranty. That's a long-ass time. <laughs> that's a really <laughs> that's, long time. That's an absurdly long warranty yeah. period. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. That's, that's, that's a, a, uh, I've yeah. said it before. It's a bad business move on their part, right? <laughs> All right. Well, give you such a long warranty. No, it's because they're, they're, oh, they're so they reliable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they, I guess and, it is smart. They love their customers. So uh, head on down to your local Nissan dealer and check out the trucks in person and uh, give one a test drive Do you today. think they have like an actuary inside? Isn't that an actuary? Isn't that the guy like a statistician? One of those people who come up with like... Uh, I don't know when you're going to die and how long to give you like a life insurance policy and how much it goes up over time. Do you think they have a dude like that at Nissan who's like, give him a hundred year warranty. We ain't going to need it. 
A hundred percent. Yeah, that guy totally exists. He's down <laughs> in the basement, though. All right, Holman, I'm going to hand you these two sheets. Uh, I want you to look at the top left-hand corner and tell me what they are. They say what? Uh, Ford Maverick 2.5 liter hybrid and Ford Maverick 2.0 liter EcoBoost. Yeah. Now, what do those appear to be to you? Uh, PIDs for the... Uh, those are parameters. Parameters. Yeah, uh, parameters. I'm guessing uh, Banks has a dash in uh, pedal for the new Maverick? Maybe they do. Both? Maybe they do. Mm. I just wanted to show you this uh, three pages of PIDs that if you connected an dash to your brand new lowered Maverick, which we happen to have sitting in the shop right now, really? on air. Yeah, I'm going to interview the guy tomorrow. Oh, nice. These are all the parameters that would display on your dash. And I want you to read just a couple. Just just give me a sample of some of the interesting temps, pressure, speeds, and calculated parameters that are available. Uh, how about the gas correction factor, SAE J607? Yeah. How about vapor pressure, mm-hmm. uh, EGR error? Bring it on. How about monitoring misfires and oxygen sensor heat? Give me some more. Uh, how about ambient air pressure? Yep. Uh, long-term fuel trim bank one, which That's of course what I'm there saying. is only one bank. Uh-huh. And then how about... Uh, Engine friction percentage torque mm-hmm. uh, and oil life remaining. These are not parameters that you're going to get by just plugging in any scan tool that you get at an auto parts store. These, my friend, are displayed on the Bankside dash. And you can also clear your trouble codes. You can do that too. If you're interested in checking out an iDash for your car or truck, head on over to bankspower.com, type in your year, make, and model, and see what they've got for you. All right, Lightning, uh, I'd like to share with you something you may not be aware of. <laughs> okay, well, there's a really long list of things I'm not aware of so you're gonna start with this okay our new advertiser Hmm. for the secret spots pit stops and unknown destinations for the nomads nesters And those never look back. For all that is breathtaking, pulse pounding, and unforgettable. We live by these words. The tougher the tire, the easier the escape. Lightning, may I uh, present our uh, latest advertiser to come on the Truck Show Podcast, Toyo Tires! Let's give it up for Toyo! 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 Do it together. Do it together. Ready? One, two, three. Toyo! Toyo! Yo! All right, guys, you know that uh, Lightning and I are big fans of Toyo Tires, so we're excited to announce that they uh, will be joining us for a while here on the Truck Show Podcast. And in fact, this weekend, we will be at Toyo's Trail Pass up in Big Bear, California. So it's the uh, perfect tie-in to check out their new tires and uh, go play with the brand. Now, is the tire that I'm putting on my truck... Can't can't talk about it yet. We can't. No. So there's no new tire yet. No, there is. There is. But you can't talk about it yet. A little little bit of embargo. Oh, really? Oh, so... Embargo. So I have the embargo. Interesting. We're going to be at the Toyo Trail Pass, as Holman said. That's up in Holcomb Valley near Big Bear, September 9th through 11th. That's this weekend. It's free to attend. You just have to pre-register what I believe is still open. Just do it right now, please. Uh, the event features free overnight camping, workshops, presentations, 
camp cooking demos, photography workshops, tire 101, a lot of displays, vendors, uh, movie night for the whole family, a big raffle with over $20,000 in prizes. All you got to do to find out more about it is go to trailpassoverland.com. That's trailpassoverland.com. Overland.com to join Holman and I. And uh, we're excited to see uh, how many listeners we have. I'm actually going to bring some stickers up with me. So if you find Lighting and I walking around and you want a sticker, just say, guys, I want a sticker. And then I'll pull one out of my pocket and it'll probably be crumpled and warm. Uh, I'm going to go see crumpled and warm. They're playing after our event. Well, before you do that, let's play the intro. Okay. The Truck Show. We're going to show you what we know. We're going to answer what the truck truck rides with the truck show we have the lifted we have the lowered and everything in between we'll talk about trucks that run on diesel and the ones that run on gasoline the truck show the truck show the truck show oh, oh. it's the truck show with your hosts lightning and holman those guys so you claim to have some sort of road trip advice for people. Yeah, so uh, what I did is I headed to... Don't uh, mix up your peacup and your soda when no, you're driving? No, no it's, yeah, don't, don't, don't do that. So Stephen, who works social media at Banks with me, um, he hopped in the passenger seat and proceeded to do some laptop work all the way to uh, Moraine, Ohio. Now, he didn't I mix drove. up the cups, though, right? He did not. I hope not. <laughs> dear, dear God, I hope not. So we stopped at a lot of pilots. We stopped at a lot of loves. We stopped at a lot of uh, all, all the gas stations on the way there. And it turns out that uh, the uh, truckers lounges, they're, they're sad. So uh, they're just... Uh, they're, they're, okay. Yeah. So you've developed a list by hanging out at truck stops. No, that's just an aside. <laughs> I just okay. realized they're, just, they're sad. And I mean, there's so... It's weird that the... You see... A lot of Arby's. You see a lot of McDonald's. Um, there's some Taco a lot of Bells. Arby's. Subways. Yeah, there are a lot of Subways. Yeah. They're all attached to these big truck stops. Yeah. Cinnabons? Some Cinnabons. There's some you, Dunkin' Donuts Cinnab- and stuff. Which Dunkin' Donuts are the worst donuts ever. Yeah. Don't go there. I don't know why Whataburger is better than Dunkin'. In fact, Dunkin' is so crappy that Whataburger donuts that they don't even have, which is just <laughs> a, like a, a crumpled up like freaking Whataburger bun with a whole auger out in the middle with like some maple <laughs> syrup from their breakfast yeah. is better than Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. So uh, fight me on it. Anybody who says Dunkin' Donuts is good, you have not been to SoCal where we have a freaking donut shop in every corner with fresh, delicious donuts that haven't been frozen and aren't like bricks with like sugar cubes on them. Fight me. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dunkin' Blows. Uh, we, we only went there for some breakfast sandwiches, which were- Those are horrible too. Two-day-old uh, sawdust. Ugh. All right, so let's get on with so, uh, these road so trip we, tips. We, you know me. I'm an avid road tripper. So before I get to the road trip tips, I just want to thank Michael Cochran and the entire team at Duramax. They, they gave me a plant tour, which is absolutely incredible. I wish I could have got audio, but we didn't have GM's uh, sign-off. I have never been to a factory like this before, but it was uh, it, it exceeded my expectations. So hats off to the team at, at Duramax for just doing absolutely incredible work. Okay, so hotel tips. That's really where this starts. Don't look at the floor. And don't walk around barefoot. Uh, those are both true. Also, look under the bed because the ones that don't have that little wooden thing to take up the spot, yep. there's gross stuff under the bed. Don't open the drawers. Nope. Nope, because you could find a condom in a drawer. That's happened to me and my boys. On this trip? Uh, not on this trip, but mm-hmm. it has happened, okay. yes. Do not stay near an elevator. 
Okay. Do not stay near the ice machine. Okay, this is all common no, sense. No, it's not common sense. It is. It is absolutely not common sense. Okay. Do not stand. Do, you know. You know why? You know why you don't stay? You go next to the uh, the ice machine. Yeah, because it's noisy. It's freaking noisy. Yeah, I understand that. And, I travel. And do not stay at a hotel that has tons of white Ford F-150s. You know why? Because you get all the guys who are hard partying in the parking lot outside nope. your window. Nope, because they are construction workers and they wake up at 4 a.m. and they proceed to empty out the ice machine and throw it in their igloo and wake you up before the sun comes up. It sounds a lot more like hotel <laughs> advice than road trip advice. <laughs> Give me some... Come on. Give me something I can that's tangible for the road. Always stay on the top floor because all modern hotels are made of wood and they creak and it sucks. Don't buy water because the hotels will give it to you. Okay, this is still hotel advice. <laughs> it's a lot of hotel. Yeah. Oh, by the way, breakfast at Marriott hotels are surprisingly good. So are Holiday Inn Express. You can make a a, a better, mm-hmm. you know, uh, English McMuffin yeah. than you can at. Okay. Try not to get in after 1 a.m. because the credit card processing computers will not always be active and might make you stand around for 40 minutes like a zombie with bloodshot eyes waiting for them to uh, approve you, your key nope, card. That's you problem. Mm-hmm. What you do at that point is you say, I have a reservation. Either give me the room or I'm sleeping on that couch. So and that's you sleep, exactly and you sleep what in the lobby. So that's what when I said. When you do that, yep. all of a sudden the credit card machine finally has a way of working. So I, I said, I'm going to sleep right here. And the guy says, no, you can't do that. I said, then I'm going to go sleep in my truck. So I started, I got all the way up to the truck, opened the door, Why? and the how guy does, chased me down. How does he get to say you can't sleep in a place that you've already have a reservation that he can't open, give you I, a I don't. I don't. I freaked I would have been out. like, well, then you know, call the cops on me because this is, and I'll be reporting you to the district manager. Yeah. I, I, I don't. I, writing an angry worded letter. Finally got it. Recall 657-205-6105 and leave a, a very harshly worded voicemail. He uh, gave us room keys eventually and then didn't charge us till the next day. So that was no, fine. Yeah. Seems like that's a fair. <clears throat> Always use, oh, now it's trailer talk. Okay. Always use max tie downs. Okay, we knew that. Uh, no, I don't think everyone knew that. We've had him on the show and told everybody. No, I, use there his are stuff. plenty of people that have their own tie downs okay. that they bought. And do not buy freaking Harbor Freight tie downs. Don't buy any crappy big box store tie downs. No, Max is the best. Do not get Hands the Home down. Depot ones uh, that are black and red. They rip. Now, did you discover that because you had one break and the lockjaw rolled out of the back of the trailer on the highway, like Night Rider style? No, I had Max, okay. and they were so. I was impressed every every time I got fuel, I opened up the side door of the trailer to look at lockjaw and it didn't move even a quarter inch the max freaking rule uh oh yeah avoid all the highways in in and around st louis because they're full of potholes and cracks it sucks <laughs> okay that's a lot of america but keep going no it's really bad in st louis <laughs> okay always carry a spare tire for your your, uh, trailer. your trailer yeah always okay. always how many tires did you go through yeah one Okay. One, and uh-huh. it was super inconvenient. Uh-huh. Yeah, and trailers it, suck, dude. We had a, we actually got a nail, and it. it was a slow leak at first until I came out after- you Hit the pothole and rip the tire so, open? So the same thing where the guys were waking me up, uh, the construction uh-huh. workers- They were also pounding nails in into your tires? Uh, I, I was bleary-eyed as the sun was coming. I'm like, I can't sleep. I'm just going to pack up, go down and get the truck prepped. Walk down there. I'm like, oh, it's kind of leaning. The trailer's leaning. Mm. What? And I walk around the side. It's just flat. <laughs> So luckily I had a uh, Milwaukee impact with just the right socket uh, and I had a floor jack which uh, my team threw in there for safety. I wouldn't have packed it myself but both of those things Always came bring in a handy. floor jack if you have a trailer. Oh my god. Of the time. Uh, I don't know what I would you have already done. Have the room a for bottle it, jack do wouldn't have worked. No, like I don't yeah. know what I would have done. You would have called AAA because of course you have AAA, right? 
Uh, I do have AAA, okay. yes. All right. I'm a gold you have member. the RV with the extra trailer and all that kind of stuff? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah. See, I have the RV one. They tell you further, and they deal with trailers and stuff like that. I don't. I don't know. It's oh, yeah. gold. I've been on it forever. Wait, how many years? Uh, all right, let's go. All right, let's look. That, how many years do you got? I'll tell you. Let's go. So here's a funny story for you guys. Is uh, And I'll, I'll finish this story after Lightning proves what his uh, membership is. I've been a AAA member for 27 years. I've been a AAA member for uh, 55 years. <laughs> Shut up. You're not even that old. I know. That's not possible. No, we passed it down from my grandfather to my dad oh, to that's me. BS. No, that's, that's how it works. Stupid. So when I go in, that's I, not fair. No, 55 years. You're not even 55 years old. So let me let old. me tell you a funny story. So that's I usually I usually win the AAA card contest yeah. when you whip it out with friends and see who yeah. has because that's a thing, right? You're always whipping it out with friends. So, so I go and talk to your boss. I'm at some function that Gail's at, uh-huh, right? Yeah. And he's talking to a guy, and they're talking about AAA. And I was like, "Hey, Gail, how long have you been a member for?" And he goes, "I don't know. Let me look at my card here." And I go, "You know, I think I have a pretty good one." And I whip mine out, and it's like 53 years or 52 years or something like that at right. that time. And Gail whips his out, and it's like 58 years at that time. And I'm like, yeah. And there's a guy he's with. I'm like, what, what are you at? He whips out like 65 years. Oh, my he's, God. He's the president of AAA talking to Gail. <laughs> <laughs> so I got, I got absolutely demolished by, <laughs> by, the, by the two guys in the world that have more, <laughs> more years on their card than I do. <laughs> and yours was passed down. You, well, well, I mean, yeah. I, it's my own account. It's just when you, when you start, you inherit kind of your parents' This is all me. My twenty-seven years—that's that's all me. That's not yeah. inherited. Well, I've I've got that much time too. But yeah. uh, I just stand up. Have it, so. And uh, my final uh, my final towing tip here is if if you can, you have the wherewithal, pick yourself up a BW tow and stow hitch. I got the two and five sixteenths oh, yeah. ball, mm-hmm. dude. This thing is the best hitch I've used. And it's so. What are you looking at? Here, here here's the catalog. I, I brought it with you. Brought it with me for you to look at. Yeah, um, they make uh, great stuff. I called twice uh, to congratulate them on the really good hitch and to get them on the show. And they, they said have, no. Nope, they have not returned my call. See, no, no, uh, no tow sewed. We tried, yeah. people. It's weird because like people in the uh, towing industry don't want to talk about towing. It's, it's the oddest just, thing. It is strange. I've called. I said, can I have the marketing director? I want to put this person on a podcast that yeah. talks directly to the, your customers right. or your potential customers. Uh-huh. Crickets. Right. Just crickets. They're like, we don't talk about towing. It's like Fight Club. It's so weird. <laughs> In Fight Club, you don't it's talk so about Fight weird. Club. I'm like, you don't understand. Right. I might make love to this hitch. That's how much well, I love that's, it. That's, that might be why they didn't call you back. I didn't tell them that, though. It's just okay. so good. It's it so good. easy and convenient. And it won't knock your knee when you leave it on there because you can right. flip it inside out. And then you don't like take out the uh, you know your four-year-old who runs around the back of the truck and... and it becomes a uh, you know uh, a wheelchair bound uh, toddler because <laughs> your hitch took her out. Or even better yet, it uh, you don't slap your uh, folding Denali. Uh, what do you call it? Your your multi pro tailgate. Multi pro tailgate on it. When you mm-hmm. l- release that second half, mm-hmm. it hits the ball. It won't happen because you've stowed it under. Anyway, hey BW guys, return my call. Damn it. Or anybody who has anything to do with towing yeah. and wants to talk to people about so towing. So we, we joke about the towing. So we've been joking about it since almost day one. But the thing is, like every time we've reached out, people are like, "Yeah, yeah, that that'd be great." And then crickets. So weird. I just let Ryan Kibbe know that we're going to be uh, dialing him any moment, and he responded with, 
just waiting in my bubble bath like Reverend Run. I got nothing to add to that. I'm dialing. <laughs> Hello. What's going on, Reverend Run? Is it uh, Mr. Bubbles or Sesame Street? How you doing, Mr. Ryan KB? Hold on a second. We got to play a uh, quick intro. Don't move. Innovator, moderator, truck show. Innovator, moderator, truck show. Innovator, moderator, truck show. Innovator, moderator, truck show. Truck show. Truck show. Truck show. Man, that hurts my throat. <laughs> Something that, Robbie? <laughs> That's what she said. Oh, thank you. I was going to say, it's something that we hear from Kibby all the time. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're not even five seconds in. Oh, it's already got, got off, off the rails. That's, what she That's said. also what she said. Yeah. Oh, my oh, God. Hey, oh, my God. Jeez. Oh. That's what she said. Right, it's <laughs> different when the guest does it. Uh-huh. It's, it's who, old, it's who old when you do intro? it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that intro is awesome. Who made that intro? Uh, that, that was, was Omar. Omar from K-Rock. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Well, there's two of them. So Jay we have, in his garage. We have, uh, I, I made some of the jingles, but uh, I, I phoned up Omar, I don't know, a long time ago and said, hey, we need two versions. And five he made years us ago. Uh, like a, oh, maybe it was five. Yeah. He made a blues yeah. version and then this crazy metal, metal, death metal. Yeah, version. So that's, a, I think that's our favorite. All right. Can we just get over nice. the whole reason we're having Kibby on? And that's because you bought a TRX. Can we just get that out of the way? So, I mean, a little bit. There's a little hey, bit of that. I'm not going to lie. Hey, Ryan, right? you do other stuff, right? Like, you can we do this whole show and not talk yeah. about anything TRX at uh, all? Well, that's not fair because he's selling a crap ton of TRX stuff. Now, he. Yeah. So here's what we do know. He's not going to give me any. I've already. I've already asked, and he's denied me. So wait, like, hold on. Let's well, just get that the, out. Well, hold open. on. Hold on. Is this true? Is what true that I'm not giving anything away? Yes. Yes. That is. Hundred percent true. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. That's solid. And, that's and, a, the smart. So then, smart. And then I basically, I have to yeah. go like, "Hey, it's listen, like, oh, I got a million dollars in equipment. Let me just the, give you everything." The best that I way, the best way to them. support a friend is to not ask for something free, right? Well, wait, wait. So hold then on. I go. There you go. Shoot. Easy, easy, lightning. Because friends usually call each other more often than when they buy a new truck and want something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Or like when you buy a new trailer. Or huh. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wait, what did he do for the trailer? What? I'm just saying. It seems <laughs> Did like I ask you for something for it for our trailer. You, all, you are always talking <laughs> no, about like Kibby when, when you have something new. Yeah, when you when you know, it's like when you buy a new trailer and then you get a bunch of new best friends. Oh yeah, oh, hey, of I course. Borrow your trailer. Oh well, in that case, let okay, let me rephrase it then. <laughs> can I buy some? Hold on, sorry. Can, can I, I borrow? Can I borrow TRX? some anodized gold arms for my TRX? <laughs> just borrow. I'll give them back I when told I'm done. You, you sell ten sets and then I will give you a set. Ooh. Okay, I, 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 I have we, tried, and I'm close. Hold I'm on. a couple sets in, but I'm not hold there on. yet. Is there a code that somebody would have to put in so you can track against Lightning? I'm going to give him the names and numbers, and his salesperson is going to close the deal. I'm going to say yeah. that what you should do is charge him full price, and mm-hmm. every time he sells one, just give him a little bit of money, nah, uh, money back. Nah, that's weak sauce. I don't want to do that. Nah. I want to earn. I like it. to oh. keep the money. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's so a I, promo code. <laughs> lightning pays double. Oh, yeah. that's some douchebag right there. Lightning pays tax. <laughs> yeah, like, lightning yeah. pays tax. for everyone all weekend long. Dude, I'm so it's it's like a mattress store. No, dude, it pains me because I'm finding all these guys on Facebook and stuff, and they're like, "Hey, check out these, check out these links from Kibi Tech." And I'm like, "No, no, no! I need to sell you those. I need to like interject <laughs> myself and get credit, but I can't. Why? Because they already 
well, why? Yeah. They're already buying it. Listen, here's if you were smart. Yeah. If you were smart. If I'm not. Smart. I know, wow. but I'm just saying if you're smart. Thanks, Dick. You would take <laughs> Kibby out to lunch. Uh-huh. And you would say, listen, can you give me a 10% discount code if I can bring you 10 to 15 customers? We had that conversation. And then you just go insert yourself wherever you can find people who are on the fence and you go, hey, DM me for a code. And then you get all those people I'm without any that. effort. I'm doing that already. That's what's happening. So you are smart. Sometimes. Okay. All right, then. <laughs> Occasionally by accident. I'm just saying, if I were you, I would figure out a really easy way to get those 10 people. So I got to do it. You know what I mean? I'm out there slinging crack for my, for my drug for dealer. For your boy? Body. Yeah, for yeah. my boy. I'm out there. I'm like, hey, I'll give you the, fir- the first hit for free. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so you're only selling one control arm? <laughs> yeah, exactly. They have, to, they have to do the other one full pop? Yeah. Okay. They look a little odd out on the street, but what? just look at it from the passenger hey, side. Hey, a piece at a time. I mean, he's cl- he's clearly trying. We're, we're I mean, that's all we're talking about so far. See? He's working. <laughs> he's trying. So, all right. L- let's go. Let's rewind the clock a little bit, Mr. Ryan Kibbe, to a time when you didn't really have machines to make your own parts. And let's nope. go back to a time. You, you the had simple some, times. The simple times. When you had- Oh, when he was- uh, he was taking pieces of wood and whittling them down with like a buck no, knife. No, no, no. I'm not t- saying they didn't have you know nice welders and grinders and stuff like that. But he was he was into building bespoke he was not on race grinder. cars. What is no? He was. By the way, Still he was not. on grinder. That's a story I'll tell you off air. So then, um, and I and I so we had a couple conversations. I'm like, hey, listen. He's like, someday I'm going to be like Banks, and I go, you will be. Just buy some machines and sell parts to me. Not to me. I should have said that. I should have like oh. ended every sentence I, I'm to just, me. I'm right? just yeah. I'm just filling in the subtext of what you meant. You know, I'm translating what Lightning says to what he means. But I'm looking at it, going, "Hey, you know, <laughs> you have so much talent under this roof between Ryan, his engineers, his 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 fabricators." I'm like, this doesn't scale. You're making you're making seven or eight race trucks per year, but you'll be the most famous guy on the block with the with the emptiest pockets. I'm like, when are you going to make parts? And boom, flash are you forward. Ta- are you literally taking credit for his business? 1%. <laughs> only 1%. Only 1%. 1%. Yeah, all, we're 99% seriously, is him. We're seriously sitting here That's and you're fine. actually trying to take credit for that. <laughs> well, maybe half a percent. That's rich. Ryan, do I get any, do I get any points for motivation? No, you, you said that a million times. And I knew in the back of my mind that's what I need to do anyway. It's just, you know, the one-off trucks are the fun stuff. But that fun stuff doesn't really sort of bankrupt bills as well as uh, <laughs> yeah. waking up to ten orders in the morning. <laughs> yeah, every time you go to bed, you're waiting for that Shopify ding to uh, cash register yep. ding to hit you. Yep. <laughs> so let's talk about your GM offerings that you launched. I don't know what I want to feel like two years ago or so. Your upper control arms and stuff like that that have blown up. So, uh, you know, I had this idea of all the parts I wanted to make. And then, you know, new trucks come out. We just want to make, like the TRX, you know, we jumped down that. We had TRX parts at last SEMA. So everyone else is late to the game on that one. But, yeah, there's just certain things and certain trucks I see, and I want to make parts for them. And that's what we do. So now we just focus on, which, you know, we actually got like 10 big builds right now. And then parts you know, production parts. Like, for example, if you have a... The main focus is the big builds, only like three or four at a time, even though I have 10 right now, (laughs) and then production parts. Because you're uh, still not good at saying no. It's a lot easier at the end of the day to... 
to plan a business around. Did you just say he's not good at saying no? He's not good at saying no to customers. I heard him say no to you four times on this phone call. No, he's he's good at saying no to me. Oh, okay. But not to customers (laughs) with actual money. Trust me. (laughs) Customers come in, they're like, I got a 250 grand and I want a full on, I want a a luxury pre-runner. He's like, I got you. I got you. Rolling in. Let's do it. Yeah, like each build in the shop right now is between... 250 and 650 grand. And how's that Tundra coming along? That's the one that's up there. Because <laughs> that Tundra, Holman, really you have not, I know you're like, eh, whatever on the Tundras. Who's oh, a, why my you, God. Why would you say that? You, what do you mean? Last show, but you, basically you crapped on Tundras. Tundra no, I didn't. I crapped on Tacomas. The new Tundra is pretty cool. Not the new Tundra. Oh, then this I'll, is yeah, the then, previous body ah, Tundra. totally piece of crap. See? <laughs> not Ryan. But, well, not Ryan. Ryan's fixing it. Out of all of them. It, say so it again? The cab is huge. It's 10 inches longer than a Chevy cab, I think. Yeah, they're big. So, but we're building one. It's a tube chassis Tundra with a big block Chevy, 950 horse and center mount. Basically a trophy truck with a four-door Tundra cab. Well, they're doing all MoTeC. So it's going to be next level. And pretty much that's how I want all the builds to be. Like if you don't want to fork up the money for the MoTeC and all the good stuff, then we're just not going to do it. Or we'll build your roller and then... You can wire it yourself with a painless wiring kit or something. <laughs> hey, nothing wrong with those. So then let's yeah, let's rewind. Much just, that's, that's the focus. Let's rewind just a minute. So like getting back to the GM stuff. So you got a 2011 and 19 GM 2500, right? Whether it's gas or diesel, you've got yes. upper, you've got upper control arms. You've got tie rods. Uh, you have all the stuff that other people have copied that say they didn't copy you, but they did, and we know they did. And you've got yeah. you've got bump stop kits, the whole thing. And is it fair to say that the GM is kind of the lion's share of your business as far as parts go? Uh, yeah, definitely. We definitely make the most parts for GM vehicles. Like the you know the like you're talking about those coilover kits for the 2500 trucks. You know we we've sold a lot of those, probably more than anything we've sold is those kits. I mean, and that dramatically the part is trying to get parts right now to complete those kits is kind of, you know, it's kind of hard. Yeah. Supply chain is still a thing right now. Well, I mean, sure. you're and you're yeah. a guy. So that, it's like it's all custom yeah. ordered shocks that King makes for us. I was going to say, don't, wait, don't gloss over that. Hold, wait, wait, wait. Hold on, Ryan. So King, which people usually have a hard time getting just the shocks anyway. He's got custom shocks in gold and, and a different. He's had them purple for clients and stuff like they yeah. they do stuff at king for kibbe tech that they don't do for other shops i mean i think right uh they do it just not a lot of it other depends, people dip, yeah it depends on the stuff, shop yeah it know? depends on the shop there's there's a the, the, if you're a but it's, it's funny I was heavy hitter to, they'll do it for you yeah i was talking to brett king he's, he's been out to our shop a few times to deliver shocks personally which is kind of cool you know he's one of the owners uh, King shocks, but he says people call all the time, and they say, "Oh, we want the Kidney Tech Edition shocks," <laughs> which I thought that was pretty cool. That's you know, awesome. They want the black and gold ones. That's awesome. That He's is like, cool. Never in the years doing business has anyone called and said that I want this guy's shocks. <laughs> <laughs> how much does that coilover kit for the GM twenty five thirty five hundred? How much does it change the ride? Because the torsion bars I would th- say that I've had, day, but that's not even a big enough difference. <laughs> because I had torsion bars. Tw- yeah, it sucks. And it just- well, you can't compare what you had because you had a because <laughs> they were like, cranked all the way up. Well, not only that, but you had an eight hundred inch drop down bracket kit with <laughs> torsion bar dr- drop downs, and it's like you literally lifted your truck the worst way possible. Yeah. 
and and yeah. and the worst amount of lift possible, and mm-hmm. then now you're like, yeah, what I had, it didn't really ride well. All right, listen, I've driven in plenty of bone stock trucks. Pretty sure that's bars. what you drove up to my shop when we first met. I absolutely did, and you clowned me, which was fair. And uh, <laughs> you know, no, it, no, that's not true. At first, you you started to clown, and then you're like, no, I, I kind of get it. You didn't really like the truck. But at least truck. it was done nicely. It's not you, like it was a bunch of booger welds. No, the, the welds were. I remember that. We had Rick Wright of Wright Designs. He's been on our show as well. Like he's an artist when it comes to welds. He's you can have good welds and really crappy everything else. No, I mean it was yeah. not just like the bumpers and everything else. Again, he's like it's, so. The, the execution no, was was good. Wasn't his style. Wasn't a Kibi Tech style. No problem. But he did compliment the quality, which was that meant a lot to me. So I mean that's what. Everyone knows the Kibbe Tech welds, you know, little surfer on the uh, on the beads, you know. <laughs> I need to do that again. It's been a few months since I've actually been able to weld. Since you've uh, dropped dimes? <laughs> dropped dimes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I have a welder. My TIG welder's in my office. I don't know if you remember that or not. Yeah. I have a TIG welder in my office, you know, because it's air conditioned. <laughs> welding, a welding bench next to my office desk do you but, ever get but confused? i bought a bunch more tig welders and the guys stole my bottle off my machine so <laughs> do you ever get confused between your um your vintage cherry executive desk and your welding bench in your office <laughs> <laughs> yeah the welding bench is the one covered in dust <laughs> <laughs> oh man you better fix that yeah it's all right though I, I ordered some more bottles so they'll be here this week who's the customer for the coilover kit Again, for that everybody wants to go off road. Is it well? Uh, that's my. We've had ev- like you know younger kids that just got a twenty five hundred, or old guys that got the twenty five hundred, or everything in between. Well, I guess that's my question. All, all across the U.S., and I think we sent some to Australia. So it's not just the guy in Southern California that's doing off roading. It might be the guy that's got you know he's in his forties, has a kid and a dog and a wife, and he just wants he's pulling a trailer, which and he uh, hates and he hates the ride. Touch on that one for a second. So one of my previous customers, he brought his truck in. We did like our swing set steering on his pre runner, and then we came out with the coilover kit. And the day he saw it, me post that we were coming out with it, he drove to the shop and gave me a deposit. He was the first one to buy it. And then he was the first one to get it, and he has driven his truck from Southern California all the way to Alaska and back, and he's just loved it. And he had his he has a camper on the back, he had his wife, his kid, and his dog, and they were, I don't know, in the thing for two or three weeks straight. And he's like, I don't know how I would have done this with this stock suspension. I mean, it makes so all the difference. Got, it, it, honestly, yeah, I, I... He's probably got 30,000 miles on it so far, and he's, it's... Like it was the day it left the shop. <laughs> yes, yeah, suspension is is probably the uh, the biggest thing you can or the you know the best bang for your buck, even though it's expensive in terms of overall enjoyment yeah. of of your truck because it's so transformative yeah. when it's done right. And you are driving it every day. You know, it's your daily driver. It's not like a crazy pre runner suspension. When we get into stuff like Raptor parts and TRX parts, things like that. How do you, what's your sales pitch? I realize you're not having to sell parts because guys are coming to you, but if you were in an elevator and and for someone who didn't know about you or, and you're like, here's why my upper control arms are better. Here's what, here's what the benefit is. Because a lot of people would argue like, gosh, good enough from the factory. It's a Raptor. It's a TRX, you know, but here you are. Would they do it in that old timey voice? They would do it in the old timey voice. But I mean, a lot of guys, they're like, factory's good enough. You know, we're like, oh, is it? And here's, so what's your pitch? 
well then was the base model good enough why'd you have to get the raptor so you know it's <laughs> it's like why even start with the trx or why start with a raptor it's like you know because you can <laughs> um but you know i always like with the trx's you know i drove one for a week stock and then i put all our stuff on it leveling kit 37s and then drove it for another week and it's like a whole nother truck how do you so describe the difference um i think they're kind of they kind of feel lazy stock on the front they're kind of soft and kind of with the front end pointing down you know not being leveled it just kind of feels lazy and just doesn't feel right but once you level it and put 37s on it it totally changes the way it rides like it almost stiffens it up to where it needs to be because I feel like, you know, they're, they're pretty plush and soft stock, but I think the added stiffness of the leveling kit makes it feel right. And then the bigger tires also just make it feel right. And then um, our rear suspension kit takes all like the slop out of the rear suspension because all those pivot points are rubber. So everything's going to move around a little bit, like say getting on like a freeway on ramp, you know, like a 180 or loop on ramp you can kind of feel the rear end washing around because those bushings are moving around and then with our kit it totally takes all that away and you get just a more positive uh feel out of the truck i think positive is probably the the a good way to describe it and of course everything comes down to use case right and and you know the factory mounts are great for longevity and durability and for the weekend warrior but if you're going to go out and pound on your truck more and you want that added performance then yeah, having, you know, uh, race-style bushings and, and mounts on there will definitely give you, again, like you said, positive, give you that more yeah, positive. because everything's, feel. you know, a Heim joint or a Uniball. Yep, so now you are basically getting a more direct experience. Now, you know, the, yeah. tra- the trade-off is going to be they will have to be rebuilt more often or, or replaced. Yeah. Or How about noise? NVH is going to be you'll, different. You'll get some yeah. noise. Some have made a little bit of noise, some haven't. So it's just depending on where you, you use know, it, how what, that yeah. particular uniball fit. Terrain. Bit, you know? Also, yeah, if you're in like a lot of yeah. s- snow, salt, sand, v- mud versus just like dry desert, if you're doing a lot of highway driving and you don't, you know, take it off road, they're going to last longer, you know, all that kind of stuff. So it's like with everything, there's always going to be a trade off. And, and I think what you're good at is. F- is understanding the trade-off and then giving somebody that max performance out of, you know, what they have to work with. And then another thing with the rear suspension, which is, is crazy. You know, they have that shock on the top of the, yeah, the axle. the kicker. So we just took that off just to see if we can notice the difference. And you don't even need that with our rear suspension because I'm assuming that's just for, like, axle wrap with yeah. the rubber buttons. Yeah, exactly. Maybe keep some harmonics or some chatter out of the rear end under yep. acceleration. But we just took that off and you can't even tell it's not there anymore. Well, of course, cause your, uh, your mounting is more solid. So you don't have as much play yeah. through the rubber. Yeah, exactly. So now you don't have to use that extra shock up there. Yeah. Which brings up, and, you know, some customers, they just want the cool and they just, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, I want that. And then, you know, we, we, we've done them in every different, it was like a bag of Skittles. This one run we did, it was every color. Someone wanted something different. So, you know, just kind of If you a wanted bit. a bag of Skittles lighting, uh-huh. Which uh, which color Skittle would you have on your truck? Um, I've looked at all the colors at length, and at first I was looking at red, but then the red and the black truck just don't seem to Two eighteen for you? Uh, yeah. And I, I feel like, yeah, that's done a little 
Yeah. yeah. I feel like gold, gold, gold is the new and red I, on I black. I looked at the blue for a minute. He's done some blue, and the blue comes out cool. But again- Too I soft. Back, looks so, like a bruise. So I end up back at the gold for two reasons. A, one, I want to rep my boy, Ryan, when I can afford his product. Thank mm-hmm. you. And I think the gold really sets it off. Now, I'm not going to do the gold wheels. And everyone I bring up, everyone is like, you're going to do the Kibi Tech arms and all that stuff? And they're like, so you're going to do the wheels? I'm like, no, because then it's a Kibi Tech truck and it's not a lightning truck. I, I like that thing. Pink wheels? I feel like if I do the gold wheels, <laughs> then someone's going to like, oh, you dropped your truck off at Kibi. Or I'm one Why of the- Why do you care? I'm, I'm one, You're so worried about what other people no, 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 think well, about what you want out But of I also truck. think- But I also- Ooh. That's a whole nother episode. That's a whole nother the thing, yeah. Uh, have you had the same conversation with him, Ryan? I don't think he has, but we should. <laughs> who cares? If you love Kibby's stuff, then why do you I care do. if it looks I like you d- dropped it? I do, the- but- Because, by the way, you would drop it off at a shop. I, I absolutely would, but the wheels, for some reason, so why don't you just get- scream, I just get gold. wrote a check to Kibby Tech. Who cares? Get gold, then get gold uh, accent uh, rings on them or something, and keep the there wheel a different color. Argent mm. or black or something like that. So you still get that. Well, whose who's wheels are you going to do anyway? Yeah, whose wheels? Lighting. I can't say at this moment because they haven't said yes yet. I'm not <laughs> saying that that's the case. <laughs> they have said yes, and they're like, we don't know which ones we're going to give you yet of our brands. Oh, dealer's choice. Which ones? Oh, yes. I you I said I want wheels, yes, and they said is. no. So, well, <laughs> surprise. Kind of, no, kind of. Kind of. Uh, and they I have said, like, listen, what, forty different wheel brands or something. I don't know what you're talking <laughs> about, but yes, many. <laughs> uh-huh. And so I said, look, I, I'm changing the tires. Toyo will be joining the show as a as a uh, sponsor, and oh, right they may or may not have a new product coming to market. And I said. If we're going to be talking about this, I should have some seat time on these tires. And they sent me a set and they're sitting on a pallet at work and they're in black plastic so no one can see them. And I and I said, well, do I want to dismount them and put them on the stock wheels? Because I I got 18s. I got 35s, which I know you're 30, all about 37s. I would have liked to got like, you know, I'm going to live with the 35s first. What's that? (laughs) Put 37s on it. I could. But we've leveled a few on 35s and it. Does it look know, dumb? It, there's a lot of fender gap in there. Yeah. I was worried about that. And we've but... done 37s on a bunch, and we didn't even have to trim anything. Uh, I mean, let's face it. You're not going off-road, so you can fit 37s I know, but at is, So I'm listening to Holman <laughs> the last, like, six episodes. He's busting me after. Probably off-air. I can't remember what's on-air and what's off-air. But I was like, nope, you want to stick with the 35s, design that way. You go, you'll have clearance lock-to-lock, this and that, and da-da-da. And he's talking me out of 37. So... I think I just succumbed to his pressure, and I and I and there's I bought no 30, pressure. Do what do you pressure. want. It. No, it's your truck. All I'm telling you <laughs> is it be be smart. Yeah, with your mods because it's a ninety thousand dollar truck with a warranty right now. I also that's a, another thing. It's true, and and I also like the acceleration. And with thirty sevens, yes, it's got enough horsepower to pull through thirty sevens, no doubt. But it has better acceleration with the 35s. It just does. There's less, ro- you know, rolling mass. So yeah. I'm going to live with them for a while. And yeah, and then the, the company's like, I said, hey, so I'm gonna, I am I got these tires now. What do you want me to put them on? Put them on stock? Or do you guys want to, you want me to highlight something up at these events? And like, no, no, we want to take advantage of it. We'll get back to you on which ones we want to promote. And that's where I am as of this and recording. How many weeks ago was that conversation? It was yesterday. Okay, good. So yeah. they're not stringing you along. I'm just checking because yeah. I know how this, these things work. That's my boy yeah. over there. Yeah. It's, uh, we'll get him on the show. We'll do you talk ever about think it. to yourself when somebody doesn't call you back when you're trying to get product out of them? Uh-huh. 
that maybe it's the universe saying that you have to answer the 42 emails in your inbox for the people wanting the exact same thing from That's you? That's BS. No, I am I am militant <laughs> about that. Dude, you, you email me and you need sponsorship. If your project is legit and there's some ROI in it for banks, you and I are talking. And you and I are talking that day. And I, yeah. that, that's legit. So when are we building a trophy truck with a diesel in it? As soon as we get Lockjaw's <laughs> engine sorted out, I towed Lockjaw to Moraine, Ohio, to the D-Max plant. It went back to its motherland. Dude, I mean, you just touched the throttle and it's ripping through tires. It's nuts. So I, I'm, I'm excited for, for Mr. KB Tech to get his hands on this engine. And when it's fully done... This engine will be for sale to the public, a supercharged 6.6 liter Duramax with a bunch of Banks bits and a Motec and all the stuff that uh, that Ryan loves. So that will happen and you'll awesome. be the first person to do donuts with it because I don't think anyone under our roof is uh, is confident enough to pull it off. Maybe Gail. None of the engineers. None of the, none of the engineers yeah. want to risk it. And so I know I, that- I pride myself on my donut. Because you've build. done donuts in $500,000 <laughs> trophy trucks. You're like, so- you just can't beat up one of these wheels because I can't make another one. These these wheels. Oh, that's are, fine. I'm not going to hit anything. Speaking yeah. of the wheels, I think I figured out why I don't like them. You're talking about the ones by uh, Spark Industries. Yeah, the ones with the fins, mm -hmm. the billet wheels that are the 24s. Mm -hmm. I think there's probably a few wheels, a few reasons that you wouldn't like them. But... No, they just never looked right on it to me. And I was looking at it the other day, and I said, you know what? It's not the wheel, it's the finish. They're polished. Nothing else on the truck is polished. They're they, not polished. Well, they look polished in the photos. No, they literally are finished. Not, they're too bright. That's machine. Nah, if you I, look close, you see all I the would, machine work. I would bead blast work. them and give them a nice uh, uh, texture, like just uh, <sighs> take that polish off there because they look they look wrong on that truck. I think that's why I like it because they look wrong. Yeah, Sometimes no. it's wrong is good. No, it's not. It looks like crap. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. I, I told you that. at SEMA when you unveiled it, I go, the wheels aren't right. There's something not right about it. I Everything like it. looks good. There's the just such a dichotomy of the wheels. They're yeah. blingy. No. They've got fin. You have, if you guys haven't they're, seen them. They're better than the original rendering wheels, though. That's, they are they, better. They are. The original rendering wheels were are the most played out wheels since the TSW Stealth from like 2002. Well, originally there was <laughs> we were going to try and tie it into some of Banks' military Or operations, whoever made the Stealth back then. But anyway, so that didn't work, and we got. I, I think these. I just think they need to be. Stars. Yes, exactly. Yeah, those those two. <laughs> I just think they need to be like ball peened or something. If they were ball peened, I think it would be cool. What do you think, Ryan? Uh, I don't know. That's just a nice wheel, and I appreciate the nice machine finish and the tool pass on them. So. Yeah, I think tool paths are cool. I think machine cool. I just don't. That truck, it just to me, it's. I just love the fact that it's literally rusting apart, and here you are with a set of thirty thousand dollars wheels on them, you know. And and, and, and our, our billet dash insert that we made bolted into the rusty dash. Yes, <laughs> yeah, and your intercooler plate beneath the Whipple supercharger, and there's so much eye candy on that thing. It's amazing, and it's all functional. Like everything works. Enough about yeah. that truck right now. Would be cool now. if uh, it was yours. What? What is what? Would be cool. What? What? What'd you say? No, you said let's continue on. No, you said something <laughs> would be cool if what? If it was yours. Yeah, it's definitely not mine. Was. I thought you bought it for a dollar. That I, part I bought it for a dollar. Well, Sean Holman and then, here. And then Lightning went and did a video series and revised history and left that part completely out I on the story it. of the truck. No, I shot it. I shot that scene. It exists and I can show mm -hmm. it to you. I'm in the truck going to uh, Empire Fabrication, me and Eric Ryder, and I explain. He goes, how'd you, how'd you get this truck for a dollar? And I explained the whole thing. And then it never made it. Nope, it, it got edited out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that yeah. Wow. So that, was, that was tough. 
Tough yeah, on who? I, I uh, the pink slip. Yeah, but I know about it, so yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. well the, the the pink slip is not in good old Lightning's name anymore, unfortunately. That is, uh, it's owned by uh, Gail Binks Engineering. Yes, it is. Yep. So that's uh, painful, <laughs> but at least the uh, the the project right came off. to fruition. So right off, people. Yep, at least it's a write off for write off, people. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Do you know that thing is insured for like three hundred? Don't want to talk about oh. it anymore. Considering I bought it for a dollar, yeah. my truck's never getting done. So. So, um, Mr. Uh, Mr. Ryan Kibbe, what's what's next? You got Colorado ZR2 upper control arms. And what's we just revamp the Colorado ZR2 long travel kit. So we kind of went through our whole, basically whole catalog of everything, and we're revamping everything. So I don't Why? want to make the same thing for ten years in a row. So just based on our in-house capabilities with the machining and designing and you know now we have a laser cutter cnc press break so we're just kind of kind of going through all the older stuff and some of the newer stuff and just kind of updating everything to to where i want it what did the laser what is that doing for you because that if anyone follows at kibi tech on instagram you know that the laser has taken over your feed for the last month or so as you've dialed that thing <laughs> yeah. in. What taken does, over life for the past few months. <laughs> for the past few months. But honestly, for a lot of guys that aren't into machining uh, or, or the fabrication or design, they don't know how impactful a machine like that can be. What does that do for your business? It uh, just allows us to be in control of 99% of the processes. So, you know, like why we brought in machines, why we, I got a five axis, why I brought in the laser. Just I want to be in control of everything that we do all the way, you know, not we're not going to do powder coating and stuff like that. But I just want to be in control of all the processes and be able to rapid prototype a part if we need to or, you know, it's, cut out it some literally it comes down to the trucks in the shop quality and, and availability. You're not you're not beholden yeah. this to a third party's production schedule or when they can get uh you know raw materials that's going to tank your business it just gives you a lot greater control over what's happening yeah which is now the next hurdle is the raw materials part which is through the freaking roof and if we can't even find right now which is kind of annoying so you know between buying all the material for the machine parts buying material for the laser cut stuff you know it's i have a proposition for you pretty hard (laughs) If yeah. if lightning is able to bring you enough aluminum cans to recycle into a lower <laughs> arm, would you do it? Because <laughs> we could do the truck show podcast uh, can drive, and everybody can uh, bring you aluminum cans, and you can bring like fifty truckloads. Oh, dude, I'm totally in. And then give him all the raw materials Hell he needs yeah. to, to uh, swap out <gasps> for uh, aluminum arm. If you've got any bent we'll baseball bats, down. can we use those too? Oh yeah, baseball bats. And, yeah, uh, yeah, interesting. <gasps> what if I had brought in like F two fifty body panels? Wouldn't it be fu- <laughs> wouldn't it be funny if we did uh, the can drive and everybody thought it was for like a can good food? Uh, yeah, good purpose. And then we had to eat it all so that you could turn it into lower control arms for uh-huh. your TRX. Dude, it's for a higher purpose. <laughs> so you can jump higher? Mm-hmm. For me. That's what it's hey, for. I, well, did, well, yeah, the TRX parts actually do weigh less than the stock ones. <laughs> I, I feel like we skipped something on the TRX. Doesn't what The we, end links? No, the fact that Kibby rips out all the suspension, puts something else in there, and then how the hell do you control it? Like, what happens with the body control module looking for the Bilsteins that are on there when you go to a full race-style king setup? Um, Does it light up well, like a Christmas we, tree? You we, turn some stuff off? Do you fool the system? Uh, as a service suspension every once every couple hours or something. Bing. But nothing. Like that. 
Interesting. But, so you'd, uh, hack, we, you'd have to hack have into the system to get rid of that. Yeah. So that, like, I just posted that one today. The King Shocks personal truck has all of our stuff on it, and obviously all their King Shocks. But um, that's actually the only one that has them because they're not done with production yet on them. I wonder if Joe at Z Automotive could uh, turn that part of the network off so that you wouldn't get that. I bet he could. Just saying. That might be, yeah. you know, our last episode, he did talk about, you know, getting emails from people on it's what true. they need. Are you familiar with uh, the Taser? The who? Taser. T-A-Z-E-R. Taser. No. What is that? It's, Does uh, that put uh, PRX in the two-wheel drive? Yes. Yes. Among yes. other things. Awesome. Among about uh, 50 other things. Can I do donuts in your TRX too? Yes. <laughs> um, yes, on the old tires before I put on the uh, the new Toyos. Ryan, uh, what you should say is I'll give you for every uh, 360 degrees of uh, revolution, I'll give you 1% off your- uh, <laughs> Only 1%? Yeah. That's bogus. Yeah, but he'll get like 15% off in the first. <laughs> Ooh, listen, I'm equal opportunity. I'm trying to help you both out now, here. So wait a minute. Ryan, you wanted to come down to Banks to see Lockjaw. Why don't you do that and then because do some Lockjaw's donuts? Because Lockjaw's not there. No, no, it will be. Well, so Ryan wanted to come down and see the facility and, and see Lockjaw and do some donors hmm. in uh, in the TRX. Hey, say say hi to Speed Bump while you're there. Oh, that's Holman's F100 that's just collecting dust in mm. one of our warehouses. Not for long. <laughs> yeah. Not, oh. Oh, there's a plan. Hopefully. Hopefully. Hmm? Interesting. Does that plan involve Ryan in any way? Probably not, huh? Mm-mm. Okay. Probably not because I haven't heard about it. He's too far away. <laughs> Interesting. All right. Well, look, if you want to come down and uh, you, you can do donuts, I'll get a too taser. Too far away. I have a customer from North Carolina. He's yeah, rich, though, and I'm I, not. Actually, you, the only time, you, only time you drive Ryan I can't Ryan even is... tell you about the other one, but his name's Vaughn. <laughs> oh, getting junior. Oh, I know Vaughn. Yeah. He was, that's the same Vaughn. He was on the show. He was on the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. By the time this comes out, his project won't be done. <laughs> <laughs> I know the feeling. Well, look, if you want to but, make the trek down here. But I think it starts with a B and ends with a Ronco. So. Yeah, I would imagine that that's probably that makes uh, sense. true. Yeah. Hmm. That's an RTR, right? Mm. Project? Uh, yeah. Oh. Hmm. 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 We need to know then more we're building about that. something not for the dirt. Isn't that crazy? Oh, because he's drifting it. He's drifting a Bronco. That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> no, this is another truck <laughs> that oh. I'm not supposed to talk about either. Oh, oh wait a minute. Uh, is that is it because it's embargoed? Oh, hold on a second. Embargo. So this sounds like, a, is it going to be ready for SEMA? Um, I think so. So would this be... <gasps> we're not, we're not these two things that we're not, we haven't shared on our socials yet. I see. Well, actually, I guess, uh, so Ryan Turk, I'm sure you know who that is, mm-hmm. Drifter. Yep. Uh, he shared it on his Instagram, actually. Oh, so he oh. broke the embargo. So now, it was, just, it was a CAD drawing. <laughs> it was a CAD drawing, but yeah, but I'm still. pretty sure both these things are supposed to be at SEMA. So I right. need to go to, uh, yeah, Ryan Turk's well, Instagram see and see check there. that out. Interesting. All right. Hmm. Okay. All right. Listen, if you guys want uh, some beautiful billet bits that uh, improve the handling and ride of your truck. Or if you have the means to afford them before lightning and want to flaunt uh, them in his face. Don't. Head please o- don't do that. Head over to uh, Kibby Tech. <laughs> I, off- mean, I would do that, but don't do that Kibby if you're Tech not off- or KibbyTech.com, K-I-B-B-E-T-E-C-H. Uh, buy a set and then 
either email us, truckshowpodcast at gmail.com, or tag at LBC Lightning, and make sure he knows uh, that you're more of a baller than he is. No, you know what I'm going to do? What? I'm going to go on his Instagram and go, whoa, that's rad, dude. Where can I get one of these? And then I'm going to watch him post a photograph or a snap, a screen grab a of link. my question, and then link <laughs> back to kibitech.com, which is like, <laughs> all you guys have to do is freaking use Google or go into the, the uh, into the uh, uh, his bio on Instagram. And they're like, where do I get this? They're like, how do you not know how to Google Kibitech? Right. Tech? By the way, it's not Kibitech Tech on Facebook. It's Tig Only Shop. And it is Kibitech Tech on Instagram, just so you know. But he doesn't he doesn't do squat on Facebook. Don't waste your time on Facebook. He's all about IG. Yeah, well, actually that got hacked and I lost it. So Oh, well, all right. So Instagram. Instagram it is. At Kibitech for all the beautiful bits and welds. Yes. And then uh, kibitech.com, K-I-B-B-E-T-E-C-H. There you go. All right, brother. Thank you, Ryan. That's it. I think that's it. Well, I said a half an hour, now we've had you on way over this. uh, Lightning basically uh, held held a gun to my head and said, (laughs) he's got kids, you can't stay up late, we can't keep him. I didn't say he has kids, I said he had family over. Oh, family over, same difference. And then so (laughs) I've been trying to, you know, I'm trying to save him from himself again. Save save yeah, me from me, yeah. Because you like always set a limit, and then you go over. And I'm oh, just yeah. I'm like trying to make sure we don't. Yeah. Unless Ryan has something else to say, I'm good at overstaying my welcome. But, I don't uh, know. What what else do you want to talk about? <laughs> what do you want to talk about, Lightning? I want to ask. When's the last time? I want to talk about TRX parts. No, no, I'm done with that. I'm done with that. <laughs> Thanks. Ask much. How much did you pay for that thing, by the way? If you don't mind me asking. Uh, I shouldn't say because you I shouldn't got. Say. I shouldn't say because <laughs> no. I got I got a hookup. Yeah. You Whatever the Google price is. Mm, better, uh, better than I think what most people are are paying. I'll just say that mm. it was it was un, it was under a hundred. Nice. He did yeah. pay more for that than I paid for you my three days though. I, I really want one of these things. Dude, they're rad. They're it is. Rad. Uh, it's a whole lot of fun. Did you get the nice the whatever stereo option? I got level two tech package. Absolutely, and I got uh, some JL under the back seat, which I am about to install. I just haven't nice. had a spare weekend yet, so I got two tens uh, under the back seat. Have you burnt your arm on the center console badge yet? I have. No, no, and I'll tell you why. Because <laughs> because I it's got, under cover and he hasn't driven it more than negatory. Miles. Nope, negatory. Because I put. I have a permanent scar on my uh, on my forearm. Expel IR rejecting uh, tint everywhere. So I've got tint on my windshield. I have tint on the on the moonroof. I got tint on the windows, and it's all IR rejecting. So it doesn't get nearly as hot in there. Wow, that's I, illegal. I, I'm fancy. I'm t- no, dude, I'm telling you, if I showed it right now, if I look into the windshield, I, that was the first thing I brought up to the guys at Expel. I'm like, no, that's that, that wigs me out to have anything on the windshield. And they go, you won't see it. And sure as heck, you cannot tell it's there at all. That's cool. It's they really wild. So, yeah, it cuts, it cuts down the heat. And uh, I don't want any more skin cancer either, so that's kind of cool. But, uh, yeah, I'm digging it. You're welcome to drive it. I'll either come up to you or you can come down, whatever. Wait till he gets the taser. Everyone everyone heard it here. He said I can drive it. Well, I heard it. It's it's going in the show. I will not let him edit it out. Wait till he gets the taser so you can go two-wheel drive and then do gnarly donuts with the supercharger wailing. <laughs> and then I want a video. Right. Or I want to be there. Why don't you sit in the back seat? I'll sit in the front seat. Nope, I'll be outside. Are you be outside? I'll oh, be outside. you got to be videotaping. Somebody's got to video it. Yeah, yeah, true. But I'm not going to be yeah. the dude who just got run over by that Mustang on Instagram. Oh, God. And pulled his pants off. Yeah. <laughs> you know what sucks about that is you watch the rear wheels go over him. Yeah. And the wheels are spinning and it goes right up his leg and rips his pants down. And the dude's like all wigged out. He rolls over and he's like trying to pull his pants up. 
and everybody runs to him with their phones on all the lights because it's at night. Yeah. And they're like, whoa, cheering. And like, I think the dude's hip is broken. Yeah. And he's desperately trying yeah. to hide his wiener. And like, all these people are videoing. Yeah. Oh, Everyone's running wrong, up dude. and their phones are pointed at yeah. his ass. Poor dick. guy. Yeah. Oh. But he shouldn't, up. dude. He shouldn't have been out it's there. All bad. I mean, haven't you seen? I, none of them. None of them should be there. But you no. Know. But seriously, as soon as a Mustang goes in the circle, everybody run. Get away. Yeah, it is a Mustang after all. Get away. They want to kill you. Was it a Mustang? Yeah, it yes, was a Mustang. of course a it was one. a Mustang. Yeah. yeah. Isn't it I always? I saw a really bad one. A guy in a, like a CTSV straight into a pole. Oh, saw that one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And it happened on the new second, whatever, the the bridge the in L.A. A yep. couple guys did it there. It was a Charger Challenger or something, one of those. Yeah, crashed on, right into the uh, in the new bridge. Into the bridge. Uh, yep. They're giving those things away. They got like 200, 200 credit score and just go get them some. <laughs> yeah, but they do that with <laughs> the SXT with the V6, and then they put an exhaust on it. <laughs> or cut the pipes. That's true. All right. That's true. All right, dude. All right. Thanks. We love you. Thanks for denying me. <laughs> we'll Don't talk worry. to you. All right. Brian right. Kibby. Kibby Tech, everybody. Woo! All right. All right. Later, guys. You get All right. Bye. All right. Thanks. All right. Now that we got uh, that out of the way, it's time for some trucking news. What's, What's new, new in trucks? We need to know. What's new in trucks? We need to know. What's new in trucks? We need to know. Lifted, lowered, and everything in between. What's happening in the world of trucks? Ah! That was kind of cool. Yeah, that was right. different. Yeah, was, you did it out of the side of your mouth. Did you, I did. I, I was uh, left. Why did you choose left instead of right? Uh, because normally I have a cigar that's sticking out of the right side of my mouth. That's not the only thing sticking out of your mouth. Okay, right. anyway. All right, well, uh, the state of California. Wait, I didn't hear. Oh, yeah, I don't care about that anymore. No, 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 no. I was saving the notes for after this news story, <laughs> not before it. Oh. Okay. Uh, the state of California, in its uh, infinite wisdom, uh, declared the uh, ban on uh, internal combustion engines by 2035, which is just an arbitrary date that a bunch of politicians are putting out there, mm-hmm. which is stupid. And then the very next day we get hit by a heat wave and they go, do not charge your electric vehicles. <laughs> and by the way, do you know what the percentage of electric vehicles is in California right now? By the way, Alanis Morissette wrote a song about that. Do you know, Isn't it ironic? Do you know what the percentage of vehicles in California are right now that are electric? Uh, I'm going to say it's like three. 1.9%. So right now, with 1.9% of EVs, we're having a heat wave, and they're like, whoa, stress on the grid. You can't do that. So I was watching a news program the other day, and they were talking about how if we were to switch to 100% EV vehicles, and again, I don't like or dislike EVs. I'm down the middle. I think there's a place for them. We've talked about it on the show. There's some really redeeming qualities, but yes. there's also use. it's all about use case. So I'm not saying, this isn't anti-EV, this is anti-government rant where a bunch of politicians are going to legislate and not let the the markets decide on on what the mix of vehicles should be. So and I, it's I, not I'll even just the market. It's what does the infrastructure... <laughs> well, know, we're, we're getting to that. Anyway, so on that news program, they're saying for us to go 100% in California, we would need an additional, I think it was 17 or 18 gigawatts of power. That's a lot. Let me point out. Ten years ago, we shut down San Onofre Nuke Power Station here in Orange County because mm-hmm. when they rebuilt it, they had some faulty, I guess, rods or cooling rods or something like that. Oh, that's the one in uh, Naked Gun where everything I see reminds me of her. Yes, exactly. Okay. Uh, so that's been closed for a while. <laughs> we have one left in California. One. And of course, solar doesn't work at night and wind isn't reliable and you need a whole bunch of blight all over the you know, desert and wherever people think to put these things, whatever. The only... 
nuke plant left in California is Diablo Canyon up in San Luis Obispo. They are in the process of closing that right now. Right. Well, not so fast. Do you know how? Well, no, they're closing it. Well, it's, they're closing it's, it, it's but happening. it's been extended. It's well, life has been, it's, 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 uh, they, they're going to keep it on life support for another two years, right? Two years, right? Do you know how many gigawatts that is? I don't. Two. So you would need to have seven or eight more of those things to, ma- to, to recharge all the electric cars. And they're getting rid of them all. <laughs> they're getting rid of them all. They're not building more. Right. And you're sitting here scratching your head going, do you know you? Have you like, seen? Like, w- like where are you going to get the power? <sighs> where do they think the power is going to? And obviously and by the, the West way, is already already hurting for, for energy. And, and at some point, the, the Hoover Dam is going to run dry. Yeah, there won't be any no more kidding. power going, coming well, out of Well, or, or the dead bodies are going to get you know lodged in the bottom <laughs> and, and close it off. Uh, here's the other thing. And I've said this before, and I think it's important. They're not zero emissions vehicles. The power, it's not a self, what is it, a uh, perpetual motion machine? Perpetual motion machine. The power doesn't come from nowhere. It It has to come from somewhere. And even if you go, oh, well. Electrons must be energized somewhere in some form. But even if you're looking at it going, but solar's clean, what do you think the machines that make the solar panels and the petroleum products that go into that or windmills or strip mining cobalt and lithium and all that, those are all still vehicles using petroleum products. Right. But then on top of all that, when it's cloudy and the solar isn't making power and it's not windy and the, the, the windmills aren't working, do you know what's making power? Natural gas. Yeah. One of the cleanest forms of, of energy we have. So you're, you're only as clean as the power generation that, you, that you're putting into it. So I'm just sitting here and then obviously the, you know, they'll come down, of course, cost-wise, but you're looking at you know sixty five or sixty three thousand dollars is the average for a, a new electric vehicle right now, even with all the uh, kickbacks and subsidies and whatnot. But it's just like this whole deal with paying college loans and stuff like that. Every manufacturer, when that subsidy said, "Oh, we have a seventy five hundred dollars subsidy," raise the prices seventy five hundred bucks right. across their line, so that you're paying the exact same that you were before. So it doesn't it doesn't in reality really well, it's do like anything. having a sale price, but they mark it up yeah. right before they put on sale. Exactly, yeah. or whatever. So anyway, happy Christmas time. Listen, I, I guys, I've had scores of you text me, email me, DM me with like, "Well, how can you still be in California? I live two miles from the beach. I open up my second story, and the ocean air blows through my house. It's seventy five year round." I can. No, that's not I, true. Not this week. Not this week. <laughs> I can. I can deal with it. I can deal with a lot for having a nice house in a nice city. It's in tough. That part you of the world. you could get. Listen, we you and I have both traveled a lot. We've been yes. very fortunate in that we have traveled. There are beautiful scenic, temperate places. Yes, all over the country for sure. California is not the best. It's not. Like no, it, it, I disagree. It, if it wasn't the best, I would I would leave. Uh, I I think there are places that I could retire to that aren't California. But, yeah, but that's and that's you're doing something different at that point. I, like your I, job I, is here, what you love is here, all that kind of stuff. That's true. That's true. You have to uproot and move elsewhere. I, I you know, California just continues to make misstep after misstep, and there, it's none of it. I just hope, none of it is based in science. No, no, no. None no of course of not. It's it all is based. In it's science. all based because people are making money off a of green economy and all that kind of stuff. I just hope and a lot of tree huggers I, as well. Listen, I just hope that the pendulum swings so far that it comes back to like reality at some point. And again, I'm not bashing EVs. I think there's absolutely a place, and there's some amazing EV products out there. I'm bashing the fact that it's being mandated without the technology and infrastructure and all that kind of stuff. Now, you could argue with me and say, but in 10 years, it'll all be there. I would disagree with you. I think we're on a fast track to trying to get that out there. 
But when I'm you know out in the EV right now, and 25% of the network that's available today is broken, or how about you know you look at the the towing capacities on a on a Lightning or a Rivian. You show me a, a charging station that's built like a gas station where you can pull in and charge with your trailer in tow. You can't. All the charging stations I've seen so far are all nose in in a parking lot at a mall or something that's like that. That's a really good so, point. So what I do you have to do? About I couldn't unhook no, your trailer. I could not have done my trip. We, we talked no. about this several times. No, we could. could not have done my 2150 mile, you know, 2150 no. mile trip to Ohio and you back. You would have had to fill up 20 times or so. Right, to figure a hundred mile stretch. Right, uh, and each time would have been, you know, what three, four, five, six hours, something yeah, like that. I'm I mean, pulling uh, combined with the trailer and the and yeah. the truck inside. So was I think like, we're I think we're eight thousand pounds, and I think we're fortunate because in the truck market, it's going to be a lot slower to adopt. I don't. Th- how are you, here's the other thing. How are you going to force guys who are contractors? You know, I haven't seen the language on the California rule. It was an executive order, I guess, signed by Newsom. But what are you going to do for the contractors who have heavy duty trucks who? can't have a little electric car. You're not thinking about that. And the other thing for me is in California, and it may be the same in other places, all these cities are under these mandates from, again, Newsom and his cronies to build high-density housing all over these suburban communities. So if everybody keeps saying, well, do you think it's going to happen? I don't think it's going to happen because I think they're going to realize that they can't make it happen. Here's the number one reason why in my mind. And and you may write in truckshowpodcast at gmail.com. Tell me I'm wrong. Uh, or 657-205-6105 and tell me I'm wrong. If they were serious about it, apartment buildings, condos, and high-density units, some of them have 200 units. You're going to tell me that 200 residents who are each entitled to a parking spot have a charger on site. And when you tell me no, because there's no possible way 200 people are going to be able to charge at the same time at a residential high-density thing, then you're then you're admitting that the government's not serious about making this work for people. Well, they're trying to do away with the car vehicles they want completely. You, I know. They want you in public transportation and they want to kill car culture right yeah, here they want, in California. They want you on a bicycle or a yeah. little scooter. And right. Anyway. So that's enough of my rant, but I just it was one of those things. You got we had so many people write us and ask about it. I just wanted to kind of throw out my my thoughts on this one. Yeah, I mean all the memes. We've been tagged with them all. All the just, memes. All the memes. <sighs> I get it, guys. We're, we we get it. We live here. We we have. I, I mean, you guys I, are angry from afar. It's happening to us. Yeah, like, at what point we, we're the frog in the boiling water being cooked? Like we we making we get all those it. funny noises. And we're like, oh no, we we love the beach and we love we love snowboarding. We lo- no we no no, we're up. boiling in the water. We're like, well, at least it's not cold. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, listen, we come up with excuse after excuse why California's cool. You guys are like. To you, I don't get it. To you, yeah. you're like those are all just excuses. There's better. But this places is home. To live. You love home. I love home. I was born and raised here. So yeah. you know, I, I'm not a transplant. I I've traveled all over the world, all over the United States, and I still love home. That's where my family is. That's I, I live in an amazing spot. You know, it's it's just when when you love something like your hometown, uh, you'll do anything to stay there and, and make it you know tenable, and you'll you'll deal with a lot of stuff. And so we're dealing with a lot of stuff. At what point do does it become where I don't want to be here? Well, they've passed some laws where uh, they want to knock down single-family homes and put up duplexes in their places or quadplexes. When that comes to my neighborhood, that's when I'm out. If you're going to build a, an apartment complex or duplex in, on the lot where my neighbor is next door, we're done. That, that's, that's it. I'm not having... You know, multiple families. That's not why I live in suburban, yeah. you know, suburbia. So, hey, well, guess what, guys? Uh, you're going to get a taste of Newsom soon too, because he's going to run to be. Uh, yeah. he's going to run for president, and you're going to see. Uh, oh, it's going to be. It's going to be good. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to love it. He's yeah. going. You guys are going to get just have a field day. Yeah, yeah lots of memes. Oh, it's going to be lots great. of memes. It's going to be great. All right, uh, moving on to the next thing. Hey, Lightning, did you hear? No. 
I did not. Uh, did you hear about the sunken Arctic Expedition Ford F-150? It was an Arctic Trucks AT44 F-150, which is an F-150 on 44-inch tires. And they do these adventures around the Arctic Circle. And one fell through the ice. No. Yeah. And so this was the first ever expedition across the continental shelf of Canada to the high Arctic. And uh, just after the drive was completed, it started cracking, uh, apparently, and <laughs> nobody was inside. But uh, it, the driver was like, ah! yeah. <laughs> wow. And so obviously they have a policy of leaving nothing behind, no uh-huh. traces, anything like that, because, you know, for oh, the so environment they, and all they, that. They pulled it up? Helicopter. Oh my! Wait, wait. So did it sink to the bottom? Yes. Here, how, here's how deep. There's a picture of it. Okay. Like a thousand feet. Oh my God! Underwater. How under, under you, the Arctic ice? But, but how do you snag it once it's on the the seabed? Uh, let me see if there's a thing in here. I can't remember what the actual uh, depth is, but I know they took a helicopter and recovery teams that sent divers down to attach the lines, and they did the uh, you know those flotation bags that they yeah. use to bring sh- boats up. Yeah. That's what they used on this. Well, you can't sit. I mean, uh, forgive my ignorance, but I don't. Divers can't go a thousand feet. Well, down. that's why I said I, I. I don't know what the actual thing okay. is. I'm just. I'm guessing hundred feet. I don't know. It. It wasn't like two feet of water. It's, it's completely. Deep, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like like it's not in your swimming pool, and you're going. Oh, look, there's a F-150 in your swimming <laughs> right. pool. So if you guys follow uh, at Arctic Trucks North America, uh, they've got a, a bunch of stuff on their Instagram of the recovery operation. But did they, they were, did the guys jump out as it was breaking through the so, ice? So I don't know all the details on it, but uh, it said it took four attempts to get it out, uh, and then of course the helicopter uh, returned it to land at, uh, and I don't know how to pronounce the G J O A Haven in Nunavut. Save for the driver's side rear wheel, the F one fifty was intact, and uh, I guess now they're waiting for a sea lift vessel to return it to Montreal. So uh, that was a very expensive uh, uh, recovery. Recovery. Thank uh, you. Oh yeah. Yeah, divers, float bags, helicopter. Oh, what do you think? The Arctic totally Circle, hundred grand more. Oh God, yeah, it's got to be more than that. Yeah, I, I mean, I would imagine. I, I'm sure they're insured for that. Some of that. I, I mean, geez. Whew. Hey, lightning, did you hear? No, 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 no. <laughs> That's what they were saying as it was sinking. Yeah, or uh, oh, 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 mm-hmm. oh. Uh, Rivian. Speaking of electric vehicles, uh, yep. Do they have a Do they have a uh, medium duty truck yet? Nope. They uh, announced their new uh, camp mode. So uh, it's kind of cool because they're doing a bunch of uh, over the air updates and, and constantly adding features to R one Ts and then uh, the R one S uh, SUV as well. So camp mode. Uh, basic- does it Does it light itself on fire so you can uh, stay warm? Cook s'mores. No, I don't think that's uh, what it's uh, meant to do. Okay. For starters, uh, camp mode puts the EV in a deep sleep mode, so that reduces the power draw. Uh-huh. So basically, you know, no lights on the dash, things like that. Uh, and then it turns off the interior displays, keeps the cabin dark, so you can sleep in the vehicle if you want to. And then there's a uh, a courtesy mode that'll keep things quiet inside. And then the floodlights that are embedded in the mirrors can be used to illuminate the campsite as well. Uh, but then it also has auto leveling for your rooftop tent. So if oh, you park in, that's cool. yeah, it uses the air suspension to level you. And then that way uh, you can get a good night's sleep. And uh, one of the things I like you know, when I had the rooftop tent on my JL is it had pitch and roll uh, as a screen. So I could get zero, zero, or I would be one degree nose down because mm-hmm. my head was at the back. And it was always perfect. So to push a button and have the vehicle do that automatically, I think, is actually pretty useful. That is pretty useful. I wonder if they have an anti-snore feature. Uh, that's when the back goes up five degrees uh-huh. and the front goes down. Funny you should say that uh, because we just got a sleep number bed. And my wife- uh, we, Those are spendy. Well, we got the adjustable ones. 
And apparently there's a snore mode where you can grab the app and make your spouse sit upright when they snore. Really? Yeah. And so my wife's like at the sleep number store and she's like, you're going to wake up every morning straight upright. <laughs> and I looked at her and I go, we're both going to be straight upright and we're going to wonder how we got there. You're going to be standing like um, Frankenstein. Yeah. <laughs> so so anyway, we have a platform bed with shelves and, uh, and a, uh, drawers underneath. So they came to install it and they went, oh, well, you can't use this for that platform. And what? so, yeah, so we had to go back to the store and wait for our new mattress customer. So we got the non-adjustable one and got delivered today. So I'm looking for a good night's sleep. Non-adjustable? So it's yeah, just, just a regular, regular mattress. mattress? Yeah, but it, it's, you know, she, like, we're in the store and they're like, here, watch our demo and we'll find your sleep number, right? And so my wife's like, oh, 25 feels really good. And I, they had me on 100. I'm like... Can you go up like another 50? She's like, sir, we're maxed out. But my wife likes the frumpiest, softest mattress. And I'm like, no, I need something firm, right? And so this will probably be good for us. Now, see, I like, I used to, uh, as a kid, I always had rock solid beds. I might as well, it it should have been granite, you know what I mean? (laughs) But now I'm staying at all these freaking hotels and- They have nice beds. No, 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 they don't. Some of them, well, if well, you like firm, if you like firm, I, and I do, then then you like the, although the last Fairfield by Marriott, the Marriott, the, the Marriott I stayed in in Louisiana, to see Skyjacker had these really nice mattresses, except a eight thousand pound man had slept a year oh, in mine. D- so dented. So I like to sleep toward the edge. Yeah. it doesn't matter how wide the bed is. I always sleep toward the edge. Yep. I would find myself rolling into the abyss and then trying to climb out in the morning, <laughs> and you're like. And they need to have tethers from the ceiling so us fat old guys can grab them and pull ourselves out. Because you can only get so much momentum to roll yourself out of a hotel bed once you're uh, in the abyss. Vegas has some really nice beds, I found. No, they don't if you stayed at the Riviera the month before they blew it up. Oh, God. No. No, why would you stay at the Riviera? Because uh, the company we hired to do all of our SEMA booking Mm -hmm. messed up, and our entire company had no hotel rooms. And so the Riviera is is cockroach motel. Well, it's like gone it's, now. Yeah, but it was but nasty. I wore white socks walking around that hotel room because it was nasty, and yeah. they were orange by the end of the night. Dude, and so I was like, oh. Do not stay for any of you thinking about going to Vegas and you haven't been yet. Do not stay at Excalibur. No. Do not stay at Circus Circus. Do not stay downtown. There are one or two places that are okay-ish. If you're going to Vegas, stay on the new side, the west side, right? It's west, correct? Yeah, south yeah, the west. newer side, yeah. Yeah, you know, by MGM or Cosmo, and it's, yeah, it's more money, but dude, oh my God, and uh, Monte Carlo, don't do that either. I know Blue Man Group Mon- is there. Monte but- Carlo used to be awesome. That was my favorite oh, place back no. in the day. That's where I found the condom. Yeah, I'm sure you did. I found, no, I'm serious. And you could also get Midori Sours for free as long as you keep feeding them slot machines. Yeah, yeah, don't do Monte Carlo. I'm not bashing. I feel bad, but it's it's... It ain't. Don't do it. Save yourself, please. Don't don't do it. Mm-mm. All right. Hey, uh, lightning. Did you hear? No, I didn't. Whoa, that was a new no. <laughs> Interesting. Hey, I uh, got some uh, some sad news, and some of you also, well, all of you, uh, texted and emailed and DM'd us about this. Uh, Dirt every day has been canceled. Yeah, yeah, it is sad. Uh, super sad to see uh, Dave and Fred have to say farewell. Um, Countless people ask me to explain why. That's not my side of the business. Uh, I have some ideas why. I'm not going to say why because. But you don't actually know. I don't know. I would say that if you are a Dave and Fred fan, stay tuned. I reached out to both of them and said, when you guys are ready with your new projects, come on the podcast. And they both said yes. Oh, so they are working on something. 
Uh, Dave is working on his Dirthead Shed. So uh, go follow Dirthead Shed on, uh, I think it's on YouTube. I don't know what it, that is. Is that his that's garage? His new, that's his new channel. That's his Dirthead Shed. Dirthead Shed, because the Dirtheads is their nickname. Okay. And so uh, he's working on that. Well, that is that is sad. I, I, it's weird, because that show can't cost that much to produce. Well, 10, uh, 10 years and 138 episodes. They did uh, They did a pretty good job with that. And uh, Well, dude, we I, slaughtered him. We have 242 episodes, not, not including bonuses. Listen. We crushed no, him. No, when, when I walk around places like Moab, and everybody No, is, they're celebrities. It, yeah, they are celebrities. And nobody knows who we are. Uh, I've seen little kids come up, and I saw Dave and Fred. One of the things that I have to say is, is, is most impressive to me is I, I've known these guys. I worked as an editor with Fred for, you know, 15 years, maybe almost 20 years back now. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he's been on the show for, you know, about a decade I've gotten to watch him kind of grow up on that side of the industry and to watch little kids come up and get excited about our sport and what we love to do is hugely rewarding. If you remember, uh, one of our podcast listeners, Kyle, uh, Dave and myself and Fred signed his baby. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. So, uh, yeah, it's just, uh, it's just a bummer. I, uh, I don't know. Do you think that, uh, that Fred will finally, um, explain the story behind the random pink guy that appears in most episodes? Nope. You don't think so? Nope. They're just going to keep it quiet? Nope. If you go to uh, Motor Trend, there's a, a great article written by Justin Banner that's About called the pink guy? Off-Roading into the Sunset, We Say Farewell to Dirt Every Day, and there's some good uh, behind-the-scenes kind of little nuggets in there and stuff uh-huh. like that. About the pink guy? Not about the pink guy, mm. Lightning. <sighs> it's just—it's uh, one of those Easter eggs that just uh, leave it alone. Just enjoy it. I, I, you don't have to I, pick I, at everything. I want it to bleed. No, you just <laughs> want it to appear because once it bleeds, it, it goes away. Just—you don't need to take Stig's helmet off, and you don't need to know about the pink guy. Just enjoy the little things in life that are whimsy. Okay. Hey, Lightning, did you hear? How about new? No? no, I did not. You did not hear. I don't think so. You're gonna have to confirm though to be sure if you've heard or not. Yeah. You're going to have me guess. Starting to feel like maybe I have. No, I'm still going with no. Uh, rumor has it that the 2023 Ram 1500 and heavy duty uh, get some tech upgrades. What more tech can they cram into that truck? Well, the, the uh, Uconnect is uh, pretty robust. Well, except for 5.0. It sucks. <laughs> yeah, because you haven't figured yeah. it out. Bring yeah. your truck. I told you to bring it and I'll walk you through it. Uh, so here's the thing. Uh-huh. Can I tell you a, kind okay. of an update on that? Sure. It does display, I have gotten it to uh, display both CarPlay yep. at the top and air conditioning and I, at the bottom, and I told whatever. you it'll do that. But it just looks dumb. <laughs> it okay. doesn't look as like yours. It okay. doesn't look like 4.0. 4.0 is- Integrated? It's integrated. CarPlay is beautiful. The map okay. looks like it should. Um, and then air conditioning, it's just, this is just 5.0. That's, it's very um, rudimentary. I don't know why they took such a step backwards in 5.0 from 4. Just, um, I don't know, left this reviewer cold. <laughs> <laughs> All right, 2023 Ram 1500s, 2500s, and 3500s will arrive with a bunch of improvements, including the availability of a 12-inch digital instrument cluster on uh, even the heavy duties now. So replacing the mechanical gauges with a full uh, digital gauge. Wow, I feel ripped off. Why? Because I, I'd like to have a full digital. Mm, no. I'm fine with, uh, you, you know, know what? truck I, guys I, like needles, dude. You know what? I take that back. Okay. I take that back. I, I I do like my analog gauges. 
Your truck is awesome. You're already having buyer's remorse. No, I'm not. You've had it for a month. No, I just, you know, I'm fickle. <laughs> you That's are, you are fickle. No, you're the, I always want the next thing newer and better. Not always. Like if, not always. Like if you liked, uh, uh, if you liked a bacon cheeseburger uh-huh. and you bought that bacon cheeseburger and one minute after you bought that bacon cheeseburger, you found out that the guy after you had uh, grilled onions on his, you would want his bacon cheeseburger. No, I don't like other people's stuff. That that's uh, it's not punk rock at all. Well, you would, but <laughs> I I uh, you know punk rock no effects is uh, breaking up. Did you hear about that? They've broken up before. I know, but they're they? doing they're doing it again. So. I mean, it's freaking Fat Mike is a weirdo. <laughs> well, yeah, but Fat Mike is also like the gateway to punk. So he, he's he's sort of the the standard bearer in a lot of ways. Yeah. So if if he thinks punk is it's not punk enough, it's you kind of have to listen to him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 He's going to do whatever you don't want him to do. Right. I think what it is is that I just love the new. It's not other people's new. It's just I love new. Like you know what this happens with movies. I, I'm not the guy to go back and rewatch movies. I won't buy movies because I won't watch them again. There are some that I'll maybe a couple years will go by and it'll be on and I'll sit down and watch it. But same thing with music. I don't go back and you know I don't go back and listen to Pearl Jam every day just because I you know I grew up with it. Can I get whatever. back to the news? I'm just saying. You're, okay, you're, you're ragging on me for liking the new, and I I just no, do. I'm not I'm not ragging on you for liking the new. I just think that you see something shiny and then you're like, ooh, I rather it's have that. not always shiny. There's a lot of shiny that's, that's dumb. true. Sometimes it's matte. <laughs> it's true. It's matte. <laughs> uh, okay, the uh, Ram Red Edition apparently uh, something new to the lineup gets a UVC glove box that has a three minute hygiene cycle to kill bacteria on items that you store inside. What is this for? for like a uh, cell phone or something I, like that? I get it. Right? What? You'll like this. New 22-inch wheels. If you get an off-road package for the Laramie Limited Longhorn or uh, the Limited models, they now have an all-terrain 22. So you can still get an aggressive tire on a 22-inch wheel. That is cool. And then uh, select speed control. So that's like cruise control for off-road. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's now available. Uh, it'll be part of the backcountry package for the Bighorn and Lone Star grades, uh, and then the off-road group for Bighorn, Lone Star, Laramie, Limited Longhorn, and Limited, and uh, the new 1500 Limited Elite Edition. Limited Elite? I mean, they just keep adding adjectives Can to you imagine? Things. Look at the, the, the chrome badge on the back <laughs> of the damn truck. It's- Ram! Hemi Limited Elite Plus Awesomeness <laughs> Truck Model. So funny. If it if the uh, badge just wrapped around the corner of the truck on the fender. <laughs> like it just ran out of room. I'll never forget junior year. No, of, no, it line wraps. No, no, no. Junior year of high school, uh, we had this guy, Mr. Ewers. And by the way, my, dad, Mr. Mine, Mr. my dad had Mr. Ewers as well, which was hilarious uh-huh. when he went to high school. And I was, this is like his last year. Not yours. So the mine. first day he walks up and he has an outline on the chalkboard of like a uh, a ruled paper and he starts writing in the upper right hand corner where your name would go now you kids use computers back when we had writing utensils when we were in high school he starts writing plan ahead and writes it so it wraps around the (laughs) corner of the paper that's ironic if I see this you guys are getting points off and so that reminds me of your ram thing just wrap it around the edge (laughs) I ran out of room just wrap it the funny is, it's right. He's writing plan ahead, and the ahead. He clearly didn't. But that's plan his, ahead. no. That's his, that's jo- his that's, joke. That right. was his thing. Like, right. don't do this, you <laughs> dumb idiot kids. Um, anyway, the uh, limited elite edition is a new model. Oh, my um, kid was guilty for that. Oh my god, I'm having flashbacks right now. My kid who's in in, in college, uh-huh. he would always start too far to the right and always cram up See? against. It. I'm like, 
Do you not it's know how large long your, your name is? Your character. He doesn't have be? a very long name. No, it wasn't his name. It was just anything uh, he'd write. He'd start. Yeah. To, <laughs> he wouldn't left justify it far enough. He would just always don't put him on a switchback right trail in the uh, TRX. Right. <laughs> All right. Uh, comes with multifunction tailgate with deployable step. There's an extender, cargo divider, tie downs, and then the, you get the nice leather suede headliner, twelve way adjustable seats with heated and ventilation. This is the limited plus model. <laughs> this is the elite edition. Elite, right? And then uh, the rotary shifter has jeweled trim. The rotary shifter has jeweled trim yes. for who? Why? I, jeweled? You know, I guess jeweled. So. Jeweled. Like bedazzled? I haven't seen a picture. Can't like, tell you. Like with emeralds? And one last thing. Uh, every 2023 Ram 1500 with the 12-inch Uconnect 5 yeah. now has an emergency vehicle alert system, so the tech will tell you if you're close to an emergency vehicle. So that's kind of cool. It's like if you're rocking out to your music and the fire truck's behind you with the lights on, it'll say, hey, pull Whoa, over. I'm having total deja vu. We talked about this. Didn't we discuss this in the very beginning of the show that we thought that there should be a transponder in every vehicle so you know when there's a an emergency vehicle? So they can vehicle? track you. No. No. What are you talking about? We didn't have no such conversation. Hold on a second. I'm totally freaking out right now. No, you're having deja vu. No, we did not talk no, about that on I the have show. I had a conversation with somebody that I thought- Well, guess what? Ram listened to you. It's happening, but it wasn't on the show. This is so freaky because- Oh, my God. You should see the look on his face right now. The, Dude, I had, a, man... I, I had a long conversation with someone. I thought it was you. No. That there should be mandatory alerts in vehicles- so you know when there's a fire engine or an ambulance because so many people are oblivious. Are absolutely oblivious. I have to honk at people going, "Stop, stop, you're going to smash the fire engine that's blasting at you." If you just had a little alert that came on the stereo that muted your stereo or something when it was within like a couple of blocks, and now they're doing it. Freaking brilliant. That was the weirdest thing you've ever done in the last two episodes. Dude. Hey lighting, did you hear? No. Apparently, uh, Christopher Yang, at Chris Yang MD on Twitter. He's a doctor? Let me read his tweet from September 1st, 2022 at 1.32 p.m. I performed what is likely the world's first, at Rivian, powered vasectomy today. Power in the clinic went out. Patient didn't want to reschedule because he already had the time off. Electrocautery tool was normal. Procedure went great. Hashtag Rivian stories. <laughs> so... Apparently, the Rivian will not only power your campsite, but will also power your vasectomy. Ah, if I were going to get another vasectomy, I would do uh, Rivian. A power. Rivian one? Yeah. yeah, sure. Why not? You no, think it's I, extra wattage? No, I it? would do the Ford Lightning. Yeah, just Lightning on Lightning. Yep. Yeah, that's that's a ah, did, mental did, image. Did you get? Snipped? Ah, no. Hold on. Cleansing my head. Did you get? No, snipped? I need to. Uh, let me do the unicorn song or something. I guess. <laughs> so, la, 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 la. Here, I'll drown it out. No, that doesn't happen. How about this one? No. Hey, Lightning, did you hear? No, let's let's move on. <laughs> Can we please move on? Ooh. Lightning. This is the music. No, this is vasectomy music. Yeah, Can you? I know. You're getting Listen, stop. This. Stop it. Did you hear? Did you hear? Smell that. I'm leaving. I quit the show no, right now. No, you would you listen? I'm unplugging. <laughs> right. Listen, I just unplugged his laptop <laughs> because damn, I man. can't do this. Do you want to get through the news or not? Yeah. Okay. But I think it's funny talking about Vast Deference. Uh, did you hear? <laughs> That's a band. I but just leave it alone. Plug back in. No. No. That's a band. Didn't hear. Leave it alone. Mm-hmm. <sighs> hey, lighting. I didn't hear. No. Zero zero zero. I didn't hear. Are you sure? No, I'm never sure, but I think it's the bit. <laughs> so go ahead. A bunch of uh, sites, I think TFL Truck, The Drive, I think even Motor Trend. Uh, somebody found the cheapest 2021 Ram TRX for sale out there. It's sitting on a dealer lot, 
and has 99,000 miles on it. That's a lot of miles. That's for a, a lot TMX. of miles. Yeah. So, uh huh. Uh, it's at Eastern's Automotive Group in Sterling, Virginia. That sounds like a used car dealership. Guess the price. Okay, it's the cheapest one out there. It's uh, seventy-one. Pretty close. Sixty-nine, eight ninety. Okay, with a hundred thousand miles on it. Holding <laughs> their value, aren't they? Wow. I mean, Makes seriously, me feel good. Yeah, does it make you feel good? A little bit. All right, on the inside or. Uh, not down in my nether regions, you know what I'm saying? I got one, no, I don't know what you're saying. I got okay. one more, uh, uh, little, uh, news tidbit for you. Did you hear? No! No, 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 no! No! No, I didn't. I thought this one was, uh, a little bit interesting. Uh, this came from, uh, you know, we get those random PR things where people are like, Hey, Jay misspelled, because you're on some list. Mm -hmm. And other guy, we think that no, you're- No, when they say it's a J period, because they don't know if it's J-Y. Yeah, exactly. They don't think it's Jason. It has been reported that- on average, over 6 million car accidents happen on roads across the U.S. every year. But which car makes and models are involved in the most crashes and can be named the deadliest? New research carried out by the experts at 1-800-INJURED have revealed the makes and models of cars which were involved in the most crashes across the U.S. between 2016 and 2020. And now you, too, can view the full research here. Can I guess? Yeah. Do you want to start with uh, number 10? Uh, hold on. 10. All right, at number 10, I'm going to say is a Prius. Ford Explorer, 3,139 oh. fatalities. Oh, okay. Uh, number nine. Nine. Number nine is going to be a, okay, interesting, a Ford Explorer. From what years to what years? Is this all time? This is uh, 2016 yeah. to 2020, the 2016, most crashes. 2020. The most crashes. Okay. Um, I got to go with Prius because Prius drivers are just awful. So a Prius. Uh, GMC Sierra. Oh, interesting. Uh, coming in at number eight. Eight. Toyota Corolla at 3641. Seven. Nissan Altima, 3746. Six. Honda Civic, 4648. A lot of Civics. Five. Dodge Ram at 4,666. Oh. Four. Full. Toyota Camry. There's a lot of Camrys on the road. Three. Honda Accord, 5368. Okay. Two. What do you think number two is? The number two is going to have to be something really, really common. What is the most common car on the road? You didn't say it's got to be a Ford F-150. Okay, that's well done. number two. And? Number one. One. Um, by the way, the F-150, 7,502 accidents. Okay. That's reported, by the way. Now, what's interesting is it's they're calling this the most crashes and can be named the deadliest, but it doesn't um, say how many of these crashes were fatal. So there's there's a gap here in, mm. this, uh, in this reporting. A little, little flawed. A little flawed. More common than the Ford F-150. You got this. You got I'm this. I'm going to say... I, the information we've talked about, it's in there. You can figure it out. Back into it, Lightning. I back into Put it. Put your beeper on. Put it in reverse. Beep, beep, beep. I want to say a Chevy Silverado, but that's not accurate. 
Oh, it is. Oh, good. Well done. Wow, you have no confidence in yourself. Oh, okay. Hmm. Your lack of confidence is uh, soothing to me. (laughs) (laughs) Taking the top spot as America's deadliest car, according to these people, is the Chevy Silverado, which was involved in over 4,000 accidents between uh, 2016 and 2020 and named the deadliest model in 27 states. See, that's that's silly because it should be the Mustang because Mustangs always hit people in crowds. <laughs> well, it's interesting because the rank next to it says 8,777 crashes, but then the text says over 4,000 accidents. So I'm wondering if that 4,000 is, f- if they mean to say fatal accidents. So uh, in second place with the F-150, which is involved in just under 2,000 accidents, I'm assuming fatal because of the research, but again, it's the it's a little bit flawed. And just uh, further insights, between 2016 and 2020, Texas recorded over 1,000 accidents, which is more than any other state. Uh, I'm assuming, again, this is uh, Fatals. The model which featured the most was the Silverado. And then during this time frame, the top 10 states for the most accidents reported over 5,000 crashes include Florida, Georgia, Oklahoma, and Michigan. I was surprised to not see California listed in those top spots. You know why? Because uh, our traffic is so snarled that you can't go that fast. You can't go that fast? Nope. Uh, unless you're on the 6th Street Bridge in Los Angeles, yes. say, hey Well, then you're uh, doing donuts. Uh, and l- lopping off uh, a bike lane uh, cones and stuff. Yes. The District of Columbia experienced the fewest number of accidents, which is a stupid stat because it's so small. Uh, you so might as well say Rhode Island, Since there are only seven crashes, and Rhode Island had the second lowest with 14. Uh, so, I mean, this, is, this has got to be flawed, right? I just thought it was interesting because there's a bunch of trucks on there. I, I want to see it per capita. You know what I mean? Yeah, like accidents I, I, per- I almost emailed this guy and said, listen... This is a sensationalist, clickbaity stuff. God bless you for sending it. But uh, I'm going to get a lot of angry emails if I read this. And I'm, I'm going to oh, read it anyway. I'm going to read it because I don't have another study that's similar. No, but we got mail. You email. Yeah. I email. Do it. We email. That's right. Everybody email. Type it up. You email. Proofread. I email. Send it. We email. Click it. Everybody email. Truck Show Podcast at gmail.com. That is Truck Show Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, Holman has not divvied up the email yet, so can I have one, please? All right, he's throwing out the first one. I'm going to start here. Okay, so this is, uh, oh, funny. This is uh, two things I love to talk about Priuses and cats. Priai. Priai. Is it, is that, is Priai is the, uh, the plural? I do believe uh, that is correct. All right. Wow, this is small type. I'm going to do my best here. Lightning and Holman from RB. Uh, regarding Lightning's interview with the guy who installs catalytic converters and uh, anti-theft shields, I'm wondering why Prius... Well, I've heard that one reason Prius cat cons are in demand is that certain years contain significantly more of the valuable rare earth elements. And he's got a link to the IHS... IIHS, Institute for yeah. uh, Highway Safety. Yeah. Insurance Institute for Highway Safety. And I safety. can't click it because this is a piece of paper. And then he says, anti-theft RF hub walkout for you late model Mopar guys. Uh, you might be interested in this. Another link. Um, I, so this is a really good segue. Really quick here, Holman. I have started working on a uh, uh, kind of a dual-purpose skid plate for the TRX, and I'm gonna, I found a couple online, only two, and they're pretty spendy because they're from real off-road shops. And I thought, what if I could make an economical skid plate for most modern half-ton and three-quarter-ton trucks, one-ton trucks? You making them? Me, not me personally, but banks. Okay. And I thought this could serve two purposes: a, it's a skid plate, obviously saves the underbelly of your truck, but but b and kind of more importantly, it really will deter theft of your catalytic well, converter. Well, that's not really a, a super common issue because on the newer, like the V8s, the cats are tucked up 
high in the engine compartment against the engine to be uh, fast light off. Whereas these Japanese cars that keep getting them take like the cats are under the floor of like the drive where the driver's seat is. Did you ever crawl under your TRX? Yeah. There's nothing more accessible ever. It, you might as well just hand the catalytic converters to the thief. You could get up there with a handsaw. Then, then why aren't off. they high on the theft list? They are. This is why I brought it up to the guy in Texas that everyone clowned me for doing that long interview. Because when you go on the TRX forum, by the way, side note here, do you want to talk to Dan, the guy who runs the biggest TRX forum on the planet? Any interest there? Uh, maybe. Maybe, sure. Okay. All right, so... Um, he and I were having a conversation, and I asked him, said, hey, if we, if we make these things, do you want to help me promote them? And he's like, oh, my God, yes, because we've had to start a thread just for guys who suffered catalytic converter loss. And I said, well, what's up with Texas? And he goes, I don't know. It's really bad down there. And we just got into this whole conversation. So I wanted to ask you, what, what do you think about this, uh, an economical aluminum skid plate with any theft bolts, right, as a, as a product? What do you guys think? Would you buy one if it were f- sub $600? I mean, what, what the guy was saying, what the, uh, the the dude in Texas was saying at the muffler shop is that it's not just your cats they're cutting off. It's They're, they're, they're lopping off sensors. They're cutting wires. In some cases, well, they're, they're cutting whatever they they're can cutting get. They're cutting anything they sure. can get. Yeah, they just they don't care. And in many cases, with straight sixes, V6s, they're all one piece. So it's headers all the way to the tail end of your truck. So now you got to replace all. All of it, or do a butcher job to try and play. They don't sell just the cats. You got to do the whole damn thing, which could be a couple of grand. So here's a, a list of the vehicles that are the most targeted for catalytic converter theft, according to uh, Fox 8 News. So this is uh, Fox 8 News in Cleveland, and this is a relatively uh, news story from June 10. No, we're not doing that again. <laughs> and the Ram isn't even on the list. Uh, it's funny because I, I, I usually kind of have my ear to the ground, and I haven't had a lot of people tell me RAM was high. But these are the ones— Well, again, let me, let me say, back this up, that I'm on these groups. Of They're course, you're on hyper, a TRX4. hyper-specific. But there have been—so on my block, two Tacomas have had their catalytic converters stolen. And Matt Gamble at my office has—he's a got a Silverado with his Edelbrock supercharger, and his was taken in Long Beach. And uh, so, there's so no park in Long Beach. Yeah, you know, they're going everywhere. Did you hear about HBPD, my, my police department? No. Uh, officer on Graveyard was uh, driving down the street, sees uh, two dudes in a uh, Hellcat uh, charger mm-hmm. take off out of a neighborhood. He uh, goes to catch up to them, and uh, they spun out in TC at high speed into a uh, palm tree at the intersection. I think it was off Newland and caught, burst into flames. What does that have to do with catalytic converters? They were. They, oh, were they were in the middle of stealing. Yeah, the whole trunk was full of catalytic converters. So the police department was like, <laughs> all right, hey, look, here's all the catalytic converters these guys stole. And they were in a Hellcat. And they were in a Hellcat because I'm assuming they're making money. But the officer's like, well, that's a weird car with two young guys coming out of a neighborhood at you know night. And he didn't even have his lights on. And these guys took off from him. And then they crashed their car. Dummies. Uh, dummies. Uh, anyway, these are the uh, the tops. So uh, going from, uh, I guess, 10 backwards, no lightning. Uh, Toyota Prius, Chrysler 200, Toyota Camry, Honda CRV, Chevrolet Equinox, Chevrolet Silverado pickup truck, Ford Econoline vans, uh, Jeep Patriots, Honda Accords, and uh, Ford F Series. And the Ford so, F Series are 85 to 21. Again, would would you guys be interested if it were economical? If you could buy a skid plate with any theft bolts and it covered up 
anything. I mean, look, if the guy had the right tools, he could steal it. But the guys don't. They don't do that. They they're whatever they, they get. They're hacks, literally. They're, they're hacks, and they want to get in and out quickly. So I don't know. Let let me know. Message me at LBC Lightning or Podcast at gmail.com. This uh, email is uh, from our buddy Lars, but uh, this is uh, this is representative of about a uh, gazillion emails. Only half a podcast? Good morning, fellas. The podcast cutting off during the Joe Z interview. Hopefully you can fix it. Have a good day, Lars. And uh, by that point, I said, just reload your app because I already fixed it. And he's like, oh, okay, cool, thanks. But thanks for uh, – we need to know these things because uh, a lot of times we press send and then we forget about the podcast for a couple of days while we uh, recoup. 3-0 Power Stroke F-150 from Evan. Uh, lightweight and holy man. Hey, guys, need some professional opinions on the 3-0 Power Stroke engine. I've been doing a lot of towing with my 2016 5-0 F-150 lately, and it tows pretty decent, but I've been wondering about making an upgrade. Uh, living in Pennsylvania, I'm either going up a hill or down one. Rarely is the road nice and flat where I live. Now, the 5-0 does tow up hills fine, and I can do it at speed if I really want to, but it's in second gear screaming at 5,000 RPM. And when I towed my Jeep out west, it seemed to live at about three to 4,000 RPM. So as a daily driver and every other weekend tow pig pulling 7,000-ish max, do you guys think this would really be an upgrade? Even with diesel at 546 and 87, how's intact tunability? Sounds like it could really benefit from 100 torques and a few more ponies. What do you guys think? 3.0 worth the trade or just stick with the 5.0? Thanks for the info. Also, a super duty would be nice, but it wouldn't fit in my garage, parking lot at work, or budget. So that's out, Jeeper Jones. Uh, 100% stick with the 5 liter. Yeah, Not even close. The 3 liter is an old diesel. It has roots in the Lion diesel from Range Rover. Um, and, you know, basically uh, was behind the curve when they federalized it for the U.S. market as a stopgap to compete with uh, the EcoDiesel. And, and I know quite a few tuners, and I don't know anyone who's touched that. Yeah, I think there's a few out there, but I don't think there's a whole lot of power potential in that thing compared to the other platforms. And obviously, uh, when you have the 5 liter, uh, you could do a bunch of things with that. You could blow, you know, blow it, supercharge, whatever. The problem is, is that, you know, if you have that, you're pretty reliable. That 5-liter makes gobs of power, it drives great, it's quiet, real torque, and it's pretty efficient. Um, I'm, you know, as... He, just, he doesn't like the fuel economy. Yeah, well, you yeah, know, I mean, it's going to be a trade-off. I just don't think the trade-off is worth it because you're not going to like the emissions issues you have to fix down the line either. So, supercharge it. Supercharge No, because then you'll hate the fuel economy No, no, I, I get it, but, like, he's going to have to dump a bunch of money into a... Into a newer vehicle, so he's going to be he's going to be spending money. It's going to be money coming out of his pocket. Why not just make his truck a lot more enjoyable with that money? Yeah, no, mm. you don't feel it. Yeah. I don't know. I, th- I really what he's saying is he needs a Super Duty. I know he doesn't fit in his garage, but sorry, Super Duty seven three. What a great! But then he's going to oh, hit the yeah. fuel economy on that too. But those things are awesome. Super Duty. All right, uh, got one here from our friend Carl Fuchs who uh, says. Uh, Rolling down the road the other day, I was thinking how nice the new Frontier is. As always, I think of ways that would uh, make it better. Mo Power. Anyone make it a supercharger for it yet? Like Edelbrock did for the 3.6 Pentastar? Uh, and that's from Carl. And no, not that I'm aware of. Um, I don't... Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, it's relatively new, especially in the truck platform. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't and, know of anyone doing it. Yeah, I don't know uh, how much it shares with the GTR engine. Um, and yeah, I haven't heard anything on it, but... Uh, of course, if you guys know, let us know. We'd love to reach out to a company doing uh, blowers on the frontier. 
Manual window new car from Chuck Davis. I found the trim level of the 2022 Chevy Spark that still has manual windows. And so there's something out the, there. Yep. I think we talked about that a couple of podcasts it's ago. It's funny because he circled, it says power windows, and then it says not available. There you go. <laughs> so, uh, you know, they're not dead yet. That is low budge is what that is. Super low budge. Well, you know what else is low budge? You and me. That's right. <laughs> no doubt about that. And I high pudge, as it turns out. High pudge? Yeah. Is that a new Low thing? budge and high pudge. <laughs> truck Show Podcast. Right, it's slug line. The Truck Show. The Truck Show. The Truck Show. Oh, oh. All right. Uh, he is at LBC Lightning. I'm at Sean P. Holman. And we are at Truck Show Podcast. You can reach us. Uh, DM us. You can slide into Lightning's DMs. If you want some cool uh, Binks products, uh, you can uh, email us. Truckshowpodcast at gmail.com. Or please... Leave us some messages on the five-star hotline, 657-205-6105. I feel like I owe you guys some video content around the uh, the TRX. It's just been sitting in a warehouse with Holman's F100 for the last couple weeks. I owe, uh, owe you guys a walk around. I'm going to do that soon. I'm also going to try out uh, Joe Z was very kind uh, from Z Automotive. Sent us a couple of tasers. So I'm going to try that. I'm going to do a disco show for you. I'm going to light up the truck, and I'm going to I'm going to dance around. Like well, the, maybe don't do that. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna yeah, do no, like I'm gonna light up the truck. Pack. You don't have to do anything. Just, just the truck. I'm gonna shake that ass. <laughs> no. Okay, <You> <laughs> listen. Uh, if you're looking for a, a new truck, head on over to your local Nissan dealer or go to nissanusa.com where you can build and price the uh, Nissan Frontier or the Titan or the Titan XC. Of course, the Titan's had industry's best five-year, 100,000-mile warranty. And thank you, Nissan, for uh, supporting the show for uh, the last, uh, geez, almost uh, four years now. It's pretty awesome. So we appreciate you. And uh, don't forget that if uh, you uh, have a Ford Maverick, Lightning can hook you up with a Pedal Monster and a iDash. Got that. Whole so list you, uh, of, uh, of parameters. If you, uh, parameters. Oh, sorry. If you plug in a Banks iDash to your brand new Maverick or pretty much any other car truck, uh, 2008 or newer, it will display all the stuff that your dashboard doesn't. If you're looking for uh, your exhaust gas tamp, you're looking for your def level in your diesel pickup truck, you're looking for boost or any of the stuff that just is absent from that dashboard, the Banks iDash will display it. You can also read and clear trouble codes. And it's super compact, so it's not going to uh, you know, be a, a sore thumb on your beautifully integrated uh, modern vehicle dash. No, it's only 52 millimeters. It's like just bigger than a silver dollar. And you can display up to eight parameters per screen on five customizable screens. And don't worry about it not matching your dashboard because you can change the colors. It's like infinitely configurable. It's so rad. That is the Banks iDash. Get yours today at bankspower.com. And one last time, we got to thank our friends over at Toyo Tires for supporting the show. They'll be with us for a while. So head on over to toyotires.com, and you can uh, check out one of our favorite uh, off-road tires around, the open country line of uh, truck and off-road tires. Everything from, uh, geez, man, the MT, the RT, the CT, the AT3, the AT2. There's a new one coming. HG2, QT, WLT1, side-by-side tires, MTR. There's so many tires out there. We we love our Toyos. Listen. Pause, pause. I don't want this to sound like a schlocky, like, hey, we we like whatever tires. Listen, throw money our way. There's only a handful of companies that I would run on my personal stuff. And I have run, I have run, is it ran or run? I have run run Toyo tires since millennia. I'm going to say 90, this is going to date me here. I'm going to say 90, like six. And I'll tell you, one of my my, uh, best experiences with Toyo is there are very few companies in the off-road world making off-road tire that are as round as a Toyota Open Country. I have had Toyota Open Country MT tires, like a 37 
on a 17. You're saying you didn't have 16 pounds of lead weight on uh... <laughs> Literally, I think two ounces of weight. That's how round they are. So yeah. they're super smooth. They run uh, very true. So and the quiet. open, Yeah, and the Open Country AT3 is a fantastic daily driver and weekend warrior tire. So check them all out, toyotires.com. And, of course, Lightning will remind you, we will be at Toyo's Trail Pass. Well, if I'm going to remind them, you can't just say it all. Well, I'm, I'm leading you into grab the paper. Oh, yeah, we're going to be at Toyo Trail Pass. That's up in Holcomb Valley. It's basically the backside of Big Bear, California. It's this weekend, and if you guys want to join us, which you should because it's going to be a blast, I'm taking my son up there. We're going to camp. We're going to hang out. Go to trailpassoverland.com. Again, trailpassoverland.com. It's free to attend. You just have to register online. That's it. So we've got camping overnight. We have workshops, presentations, cooking demos, photography workshops, tire classes. Uh, There's vendors. I'll be up there showing you guys. I'll be putting Pedal monsters on on trucks to show you how cool they are. Um, there's movie night for the family. A massive freaking raffle at twenty thousand dollars in prizes. So again, the Toyo Trail Pass. Go to trailpassoverland.com and join Holman and I. I will be out there Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. It will be. Uh, I think it's gonna be a blast, dude. The, the Toyo guys really know how to put on an event. I mean, they're as good as their tires. All right, well, it's time for me to take my uh, my high pudge out of here and get on my uh, my fast ripper uh-huh. because I want to get in shape for this weekend is for walking big? around the altitude of Big Bear and not huff and puff. Is it uh, is is that Big Ripper built for your high pudge? It is actually. It's a big boy, Big Ripper. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, it's got twenty nines, man. It's got gearing. Yeah, it's all good. Are you going to take it up to the mountains? No, I'm oh. not. It has no tread on it. <laughs> it's like, are you going to take your indie car to the trail or something? No, I'm not doing that. This is my around town bike. Yeah, I should bring my mountain bike up there, but Which my, you won't. No, because uh, I'm high pudge. Also, I uh, have a tendency to crash, and then I'll just become uh, a long smudge on the uh, Big Bear Trail. So uh, no uh, no bike riding up there for me this weekend, but hopefully I can see you guys. And again, I'm bringing stickers. The Truck Show Podcast is a production of Motor Trend Group. This podcast was created and produced by Sean Holman and Jay Tillis with production elements by DJ Omar Khan. If you like what you've heard, please head over to Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star rating. And if you're a fan of the Truck Show Podcast, we encourage you to visit and patronize our sponsors. And here's a bonus cut, Holman, for those of our listeners who have stuck around this long. I was at the grand opening of an uh, off-road shop two okay. weeks ago, mm-hmm. and they had a cover band. And this is how the cover band went. That sounds pretty awful. (laughs) That sounds like me singing. Are you sure it wasn't karaoke? I'm positive. I was standing right next to the band. That sounds horrible. Yeah. Wow. Wait, why would you end the show with that kind of bonus content? These poor people. You stuck around this long, you're like, you know what? I'm going to stay past the credits because I know Mm -hmm. that these guys are going to do something funny, and then that's what we deliver. Yeah, we, we should be ashamed of ourselves. Again? Yeah.